This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We're going to start things out by going right to your phone calls. Coming up also, we will get to a story that we mentioned last night, uh, a raid over uh, over an uh, intellectual property. We'll get to that. Normally, raids are reserved for drugs uh, and other and, and supposedly violent people. Uh, so we'll get to that story. But first, your calls. Ryan is in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ryan. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's on your mind tonight? I just wanted to uh, chime in a little bit about immigration with all this horrible stuff happening in Arizona recently. I just thought I should give you guys some good news and some bad news. Go for it. Okay. All right. Okay, well, the bad news is that immigration, the problem that we have today, so-called illegal immigration, has been a problem as long as there have been immigrants. Like, I remember back in... Uh, while I was in high school, the, the teachers would read something about people complaining about, like, these immigrants and how they were so terrible back when we were still colonies. It's like they were talking about how the German immigrants would never fit in, how they had the wrong shade of pink, and, you know, they were terrible. So, like, the problems that we have today, the things that people complain about today, have always been happening, and they will always happen. But, because whenever we get a new group of immigrants, you know, everyone you know, has a call to arms to hate them. But then after they've been grandfathered in, you know, three, four generations later, then they're the established guys, and then we'll get a brand-new group of immigrants, and the old guys that were persecuted against will team up to persecute on the new guys. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, and, and this is really something that you just can't seem to portray to the people that are sort of anti-immigrant out there. You can't get them to understand that, look, I know you're not a racist, but this fervor is ethnocentric. And in its in its nature, it went on with the Germans, it went on with the Chinese, it went on with the Irish, it went on with the Italians, it went on with uh, it, you know it's it's currently going on with the Hmong up in the uh, in the in the Midwest. Um, it's going on with the Cubans in Florida. It's it goes it goes on and. People, you know, it's always the same thing. They're taking our jobs. You know, they're they're running down the the, the national, uh, you know, average of living or whatever. And you know, they many of these things simply aren't true. I, I heard the, uh, the the conservative types talking on the radio about how they're bringing how they're causing crime. And we, you know, the American Conservative Magazine we brought in the author did the study on this. Obviously, these people don't have any facts. They have emails that have been spread around the internet that they're getting, and um, they're killing. Killers! Killers! They're bringing, they're bringing uh, disease, or you know, uh, what is it? Uh, Antibiotic-resistant uh, tuberculosis. They're killing us. They're killing babies. Republicans are afraid their kids. They, they have kids that, that can vote, right? They, they have kids here, and then the kids can vote. And Republicans are scared of that. The second they ought to be, yeah. If they would just just welcome our neighbors from the south here to live a better life and work on getting rid of programs that uh, cost us all money like welfare and you know public education and these things that require us to pay for other people's children and other people's illnesses that are those things, things are inherent they, in the system and so is the immigration hatred it's all built into the the nature of the beast and so you know fix this or fix that is kind of i think it's it's the fact that they realize that their children are going to be able to vote and that that's going to make it harder for them to get rid of those programs that they hate so much and everything, 
is I think um, inherent in the system. And it's funny to me that they look at that and they complain about it and they don't ever lose faith in the system. <laughs> well, what you're, what you're saying there is hitting the, the, the nail right on the head, which is what's eventually going to make the current problem go away, is that they will eventually vote. And no matter what they do to try to keep them out, they're going to get here anyway. I mean, humans are very, you know, very ingenious in this. And it doesn't matter if they put up a wall or minefield or whatever. They're going to keep coming no matter what, unless the country itself explodes. So eventually, you know, when the immigrants come in, they have a very high uh, birth rate. They're, they're used to large families, and it's not until they get to the second and third generation that they start, you know, coming in line with the, the current system where they don't need massive families because their kids aren't, you know, half of them aren't going to die here. But so eventually they're going to become such a huge voting block that trying to keep them out will no longer be politically feasible if you want to win. So that problem will go away for for, for then. But then there'll be a new group of immigrants that they'll all try to team up on. Yeah, but, uh, I, <laughs> That's, just wonder, I mean, I, it, yeah. it's going to be a strange world where the Mexican immigrants are saying, we've got to keep out those, and I don't know who, Canadians? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think what, right, the, right, what, exactly. I, I think it, Ed, what likely will happen... It's never going to be the Canadians. They look too much like, uh, like us. Well, <laughs> it, actually, I think more than likely what's going to be the case is the United States as, a, and as an empire and as a nation is declining, and I feel rather rapidly. And I think that actually the next immigration fervor is going to be United States citizens trying to get into China and the Chinese saying, no, you know, come, you know, <laughs> and, and, and it'll, it'll be all turned around. Your kids are going to want to go where the money is and the money is in Southeast Asia. Well, that's just it. That's the one point I disagree on so far, uh, Ryan, is that uh, it's that it's a foregone conclusion that people are going to keep coming here. I think that if they create an, an awful enough police state then it won't be desirable anymore to come and they're here. destroying fact, the be, economy. But then there'll be leave, you know, people will be leaving, like you're saying, Mark. Of course, people there'll be a fence at that point. Right, yeah, <laughs> then the fence or the wall or whatever will be there to keep you in, just like it is in North Korea. I don't yeah, think it's going to be effective. The, but. the problem will still perpetuate. It'll just be perpetuating in whatever country it's happening. If it's not here, it's going to be somewhere else. I mean, but, but this is, it, it's a problem of the human condition and... You know, I don't think there's any amount of education we can do to really eradicate it. Just, I agree with you that it is a human off. condition, and it's uh, it's predicated on the idea of lack, right? I mean, the idea that there's a lack of that and jobs. ownership. I mean, I, I think there is, and and, and I'm going to hopefully get a chance to talk about it in more detail. But I, I think there is a, something that can be done about it. And I think there was sort of this notion that well, there's a certain human nature, and there's nothing that can be done about it, and people are just a certain way, and there's sort of there's sort of a soap a hopeless attitude because things have gone on a certain way for a certain amount of time that it can't be changed. I think mm-hmm. it can. I just think we have to change the way we're approaching problems. I agree. We have to change uh, inside first and then influence others to do the same, hopefully. Well, I also think that overall in the world, since our, our communication has gotten so much better in the last hundred years compared to the thousands of years before that, that we are, the world as a whole will be getting more socially liberal. You know, it's just, it's just a matter of time, no matter how hard they, the, the conservatives, you know, in that regard, try to fight against it, they're going to well, lose, you know. I, I, like, eventually women got to vote, blacks got to vote, gays are going to be able to get married, you know, everywhere eventually. It's, it's going to happen. It's just going to take time. I, I think that it's uh, also an issue of us being distracted by the things that don't matter, uh, away from the things that do matter and the things that we really need to actually focus on in order to affect those kinds of changes that we want. So, Ryan, thanks for the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 1-800-259-9231. I didn't want to interrupt him, but I do want to clarify uh, the point. Uh, you know, I, I hear in this debate from the conservatives, uh, I listen to, you know, much, I listen to radio all day looking for ads so I can scoop them for Free Talk Live. Mm-hmm. But... um. <laughs> 
And that means I listen to a lot of conservative radio because it's a lot of the stuff that's out there. But it's this idea of uh, ownership. And I, it's the best I can come up with, uh, serfdom. Because, you know, they, it's, I heard Rush Limbaugh saying it yesterday, but many of them have been saying it. Well, if you think that our immigration laws are arduous and terrible, take a look at Mexico. Oh, yeah. Compare cancer. Right. Well, it's absolutely ludicrous. I mean, you know, in, in the Middle East, they and cut the com- your hand off for stealing. Is and that the what you want to do? Well, their economy is. <laughs> right. They've right. got a tougher immigration laws than ours. And, and so how is that a good comparison to oh, say, great. oh, we need tougher ones, too, then? Let's emulate that crap, Rush. Right. Hey, what a good <laughs> idea. Oh, well, they're bad people, so we should be like them. Our yeah. politicians aren't as bad as their politicians. Well, it just it's ludicrous. There's all kinds of stupid, bad laws all over the world. And, you know, these countries, essentially the idea is and it, it, we haven't broken free from it, is that you're owned by your nation. Mm. So the Mexicans are somehow uh, shouldn't come here because their Mexican government won't let you go there. Well, they've got to keep their people in their plot of land, and then we get to do what we want with our people. Well, and that's and really and what it is. they're selective in much the same way as, our, as we are, too, because they're re- they really crack down on their southern borders. And, and other borders, but not on their yeah. northern border. And sure. we're the same way. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> we meaning the U.S. federal Sorry, government. Sorry, I, I know you don't like using that term. I Do apologize. you like using I it? I apologize for my collectivist speech. You don't have speech. to apologize to me. 800-259. I'll just correct you every time. 1-800-259-9231. I would uh, appreciate it if people would correct me when I do those things as well. I'd like to set up a little uh, zapper thing to you. A couple of alligator clips. That would solve it. <laughs> More on the way. You on can take nipples. control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. American patriots, would you like to spend a day or two with other freedom-loving Americans? Learn rifle marksmanship while hearing the real story behind the American Revolution? If you said yes, then the Appleseed program is for you. Part shooting school, part oral history lesson, Appleseed has trained thousands of Americans nationwide. And with hundreds of shoots scheduled this year, you can be sure there's one near you. For more information, go to AppleseedInfo.org. That's AppleseedInfo.org. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, and so do enjoy those on us. So if you've missed a moment of the show, you can just click and download our archives right there from the front page of the website at freetalklive.com. And if you go into our podcast, it goes all the way back to 2009, uh, the very beginning of 2009. So head on over uh, to freetalklive.com and enjoy all of that stuff for free. So this Mother's Day, uh, what are you going to do for mom? Here's an idea. George's famous baklava. It's, um, it's walnut baklava with over 50 layers of melt-in-your-mouth phyllo. All the ingredients are premium and natural to ensure only the best taste. And it's shipped in a special container, Priority Mail, to ensure freshness. Order at mandrick.com. That's M-A-N-D-R-I-K.com. There's no C in mandrick. Mandrick.com. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, George's famous baklava has been, uh, uh, you know, or uh, the Greek Orthodox Church has actually added it to its uh, revised list of new sins. So it's uh, George's famous baklava at mandrick.com. All right. We continue uh, taking your phone calls about whatever you want. Coming up, uh, Police Raid Story Plus Dale wants to talk about changing paper and changing people. First, though, we go to Felix in New Hampshire. Felix, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. I'm on the air. You are, sir. What's on your mind tonight? 
to excuse me. I've never made a pass the call screener before. Um, Not on this show. On you this can make show? you can make a pass the call screener any old time. Well, thank you for that very much. Okay, just uh, want to make sure that's I'm, clear. I'm sure you understand. Uh, you've you've heard of the New World Order, I believe. Oh, many you. many a time. I'm really pretty much tired of, of hearing of it's it. It's a but. wrestling thing, right? Okay. Okay, but please just give me a chance. I'll be sure, very sure. Quick. You're going to tell um, us that. Uh, let me just predict here, and then we'll give you a chance. Uh, you're going to tell us that there's no, an elite no, group of no, men Ian. that control the world. Yes. No, 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 Ian. Uh, unlike other people who call in about the NWO, I actually have a fallacy, a truth, and then a solution for the problem. So here's the here's okay, the great. way it I goes. I like solutions. Okay. Well, first I'll I'll give you the fallacy. Um, do, uh, Sorry, I'm very nervous. That's okay. It's um, just us. Don't worry I'm, about I'm it. I'm kind of scared that I'm I'm calling in about this. No one's okay. listening. No problem. Go ahead. <laughs> right. They if the NWO is true, you'll off. just be dead by morning. Yeah. Okay. Um, you've heard of the Bilderbergers? Yes, yeah, an elite group well, of men that meet well, that, to control that, the world. That, that actually is the fallacy. Um, the truth is it is not the Bilderbergers who are behind the New World Order. It is the Bilderbears. They are the <laughs> workshops. And they are in located in all the, your local malls all across the USA. And do they have secret meetings at the uh, at their? No, mall no, locations? no, no. Uh, what, the, what what happens is, is they use um, Tesla high frequency microwave <laughs> um, and nanobot technology in the fur, and then you see the eyes have cameras and the nose is actually um, a speaker. And Anu Anu is the reptilian. Uh, leader, and he actually has given them mind-conscious systems, and they teach the children uh, obedience when the parents are sleeping. <laughs> Gosh, I wish they would. Now, they, the they don't teach ever. them obedience to the parents, no, right? No, 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 right. Uh, obedience to the state. Obedience you, to the state, not to not to the parents. Do you think there's one, see, a way to get one that's, like, modified so that they would obe- be obedient to the parents? Well, well, see, my mom bought me one for my birthday last month, and actually... <laughs> Mine is a mine is a lion, not a bear. It it actually has a skateboard outfit. It's really cute. This reminds me of a <laughs> South Park episode <laughs> with the Pokemon dolls. No, well, you see, um, I I think that mine had a glitch because it decided to tell me the truth, and now I'm doing my part to tell you, to tell you about uh, the, the problem. Hey, and can now you, here's my Can you solution. reproduce? Can you reproduce some of that one that was telling people telling kids the truth? I hope he doesn't reproduce. This is my favorite conspiracy call ever. <laughs> this guy is great. Okay, what else do you have for us? I want to hear more. So, so, do you have so, more? So, so the solution, I, I know most of them call in and they say uh, whatever, and then they, they expect you to yeah. do the rest. Well, I'm doing my part by telling everybody about this. Mm-hmm. And Have you um, made any DVDs and uh, started distributing No, those? no, no. That's up to someone else. But oh, this is what I want people to do. They need to go and they need to blog about the information I just gave them. Yeah. And then they need to run around... Um, like like a chicken with its head cut off, and tell everybody about this information, and that is how we will bring right. liberty and freedom in our lifetime. Yeah, we'll just evict all of the Build-A-Bear shops that? from the, the malls of America, and it'll all be over and done with. We'll have our freedom. Isn't the Build-A-Bears, isn't that kind of a new phenomenon, though? I mean, what were they doing before this? It's not like question. these. It's not like these people had just popped up in the last decade. Yep. The, Singing uh, Valentine's. No, this, is, this is before Anu, uh, the, the reptilian god, uh, took over. <laughs> So, I'm sorry, what was before uh, Anu took over? I, I don't know. Now, does, my, my, my bear didn't tell me that. My maybe, a, me maybe that. a different toy or something. Does Anu, uh, does he look human like the, uh, the reptiles in V? Might have been the Cabbage Patch Kids before that. He, he, is, he is actually uh, not of this world. 
Oh, so, so so now how do they get in touch with them? I mean, do they actually have comm centers at the uh, Build-A-Bear shops, or what's the... No, so he has reptilian workers that disguise themselves as humans awesome. in the shops. Awesome. That when is they place awesome. the little hearts inside the... I, w- the, the, uh, I wonder if the whole reptilian has- phenomenon... Just, I mean, as far as an, as an aside... By the way, thank you for the call. It was absolutely brilliant. Uh, I wonder if the whole this... You know, there's these conspiracy people out there that believe... That there are reptilians here, like in the the, the show, the television show V. Cons- I'm going to tell you my conspiracy when you're done with. Okay, your okay, point. but but like the show V, I'm just wondering, did the uh, did the reptilian conspiracy com- uh, the, the reptilian conspiracy theory come out after the 1980 television show V hit the airwaves, or was it before? The 1980 television show V. I'm just curious. It's a curiosity. I think, it's, I think it came out after because it was uh, done. Uh, it was started by that um, shoot. His name. His name fails. David Ike. The Ike I, fella. I, how do you know it was started by him? How do you know? Well, he didn't he's the one who it? certainly gave it legs, okay. and he claimed to have started it. Okay. Um, that doesn't mean anything, but uh, you know, I, I'm surely somebody has been claiming that there were lizard people um, somewhere along the line. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, it <laughs> seems. It seems like it started afterwards. Just a curiosity. If you happen to, uh, you know, this is no. this is common though because the the it idea is. of the grays. And the, the little green men from Mars with the I big see. eyes, lizards. Yeah. They didn't. No, no. no. Um, I'm, I'm talking about something a different phenomena. The they didn't start. People didn't start seeing aliens that look like those aliens until after Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Until it was popularized. Before but... that, people saw bugs and robots. Mm. Um, yeah. That's you know giant bugs. And what were the movies about then? Giant bugs, b- robots. bugs and robots. Because Hollywood, uh, you know, reflected what people were seeing, and then people reflected what Hollywood was huh. portraying, and it, and it goes in a circle. And then somebody came out with Close. Actually, it was a movie prior to Close Encounters of the Third Kind, but that was the one that really gave it legs. And, you know, that was that was what pushed the phenomenon from the beginning. So my conspiracy is that they the, the people who were planning to make the V remake series started the Lizard Man conspiracy to boost their ratings because so that it, so that it would like boost the ratings when oh, the, when the series brilliant. finally did come out. Yeah, so it so, would be like super popular, and everyone would go, "Oh, look! It's the cons- it's this is you know they're in on it. They know what's going on, and they're telling us about it." So they so basically it was a brilliant multi uh, like a, a marketing campaign that spans decades, is what you're saying. Right, it would have started in the 1980s after the V series in order to ramp up excitement about the idea for the the uh, the, the series remake in the late uh, aughts. Right. Well, it would have to be because nothing could be so stupid as to believe that, uh, in fact, lizard aliens are running the planet, right? What? Yeah. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Though, I suppose anything's possible, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, when, no. They believe it. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever it is you want, even if it's uh, tongue-in-cheek, which I love that. That was great. I'm glad it wasn't like a real serious conspiracy call. Best conspiracy he theory. sounded like it, though. Best conspiracy caller ever. More on the way. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL. That's FTL is in Free Talk Live. And sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free 
Talk Live. And you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features we give to you. So do enjoy those on us, including the bulletin board system with over 500,000 posts. There's a lot there. And it's all free. It's also virtually unmoderated, so keep that in mind. Viewer discretion is advised. bbs.freetalklive.com. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. As a matter of fact, lots and lots of people from uh, listeners of Free Talk Live have been getting domain names and hosting their stuff at uh, HostGator, and I want to thank all of you. And for the rest of you, it must be working for them if they're doing it. You said they're coming back, right? They're yeah. re-upping. Yep. Uh, use coupon code FTL, that's FTL as in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. That's HostGator.com, code FTL. So do you mean to tell me, Mark, that if you've got a good product and service, radio advertising works really well for you? Yeah, that's absolutely true. All right, 800. And if you have a bad product and service, no advertising works. <laughs> yeah. 1-800-259-9231. You can bring up anything here as we continue with your calls. Gene is on the line in Florida, normally in Tennessee. Gene, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, hi, guys. Hey, you're on the amp. Uh, I'm on the amp. Uh, I wanted to talk about an article on uh, Lou Rockwell okay. that I saw. And uh, Great liberty-oriented an- blog site. What, 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 which right. one? It, as, well, it's about Christian anarchy. And as a uh, Christian anarchist, I found this article to be extremely uh, enlightening. Uh, even with my viewpoint, I learned a few things. It's about three and a half uh, pages uh, if you type it out, which I'm, I'm going to print it out and uh, pass it around to some friends of mine. But I think that uh, people, uh, especially Christians who are listening, might want to go to LouRockwell.com and check that out. It's an excellent expose about why uh, Christians, above all people, should be anarchists, because we do not, mm-hmm. uh, we should not elevate anything over God, especially not a fiction called the U.S. of A. Well, the Christian would say they're not elevating the government over God, and they still love God. They just love government, too. I was just recently referring to the, if you look at the rituals that that take place in the courtroom, and they, these sorts of things take place everywhere. You've got, you know, the sal- saluting the flag and 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 uh, the anthem, and, and there's a lot of rituals that are designed to, that seem very reverential and worshipful, and I described it as a type of idolatry. You know, and I think it is now. Uh, and, and what people need to, uh, to to look at this real quick. I'll hail the man in the robe. Well, it's not that. It's the, it's the state, the, the flag too, yeah. and and all the representations of it. But imagine for a second the the ancient Israelites having a you know a little idol in their in their hut or their tent or whatever that they bowed to two times a day, but they bowed to God three times a day. Can you mm-hmm. imagine that? I mean, now, obviously, God's before this idol. Can you imagine God, Jehovah, the uh, the, the mountain God there on Ararat? Can you imagine him going for that? Well, one thing I point out to people is definitely the flags, because most uh, churches, most Christian churches have a Christian flag, and they usually have an American flag. Now, Usually, if they're on stage, they're at the same level. But if you run them up the flagpole, guess which one gets to be on the top? Yeah. And I say that is exactly. It's Are you serious? Backwards. Absolutely. I don't know of a Christian flag. To it's be a white with one you. with a blue, uh, you know, uh, corner like the, uh, you know, just like the American flag, but it's white and doesn't have stripes. Okay. And then it has a cross in the uh, blue field. Okay. Is that right? And Gene? you're telling me yeah. they raised yeah, the American flag above the Christian flag. 
Yes. They're run up on the same flagpole. Wow. The American flag is supposed to be above every other flag, and I think that's absolutely backwards. I think the American flag... It's more than backwards. It's absolutely outrageously offensive. Oh, we lost we lost Gene, but definitely understand the gist of where he's coming from. Isn't it also true that uh, by the flag rules that if you've got two flagpoles, the American flag still has to be slightly above the other uh, flagpole? If um, no, they, if they're if they're even, then the American flag can be even with the other flags. However, really? um, generally, if, if if a flag is above another flag, um, the, that flag must be the American. Well, flag. Well, and there's the also idea. there's a whole bunch of flag lore and there's a bunch of rules right. and and things about there's, <laughs> there's like, a there's, bunch of stuff in the church if too. a flag touches the ground yep. it has to be burned but it has to have a ceremony been, for it too yeah right? it has to be ceremony there's a certain way to do it and 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 so there's all this ritual surrounding flags which is absolutely yes. and uh, beyond any doubt idolatry not I mean, only if that anyone has any belief in the notion of idolatry this is it <laughs> there's also part of that is the pledge right i mean this was basically a prayer it's it's like the government's prayer almost. Yeah, well I pledge allegiance and what is a liege? A liege is a king. I'm pledging that uh you know that that the, the government is my king. And who's the king of kings and the lord of lords? I mean it just mm. doesn't it absolutely wow. doesn't make any sense at all to me. And um you know I've I've got another one here if you wanted another to Another one uh, what? Uh, you know, uh, an, I've got an email on this By very thing. Um, it's from uh, you know our friend Jet on this. Uh, He's a very, on, very on devout Christian. Yeah, Jet. and I think. And by the some... way, none of us on this show are. We're all Quakers. <laughs> well, I mean, there's plenty of Christian Quakers out there too. That's true. So this is the submitting to a higher authority. Fact: Jesus, Paul, Peter, James, and most disciples were all killed for their disobedience to man's decree. Do you really need any more rules than the Ten Commandments? Um. Let's see. So who's that higher authority? Is it Congress? Then why do half of them um, never agree with the other half? Which half is God's half? <laughs> right? I mean, you know, obviously... Well, if obviously the Republicans, the family, <laughs> you know. Some, some Christians would disagree. Focus on the family and all that. So um, if a policeman um, tells you to undress and squeal like a pig, would you have to obey? I mean, they're obviously authority ordained by God, right? Hmm. It's not like they've never done it. I feel like we've read this before, but maybe you just read it to me off the air. Well, I've I've read read other stuff like this, but this is is the revised new one. Uh, Where do they uh, derive all of their authority? From God? Then why does every constitution say all right and power and authority is inherent and derived from the people? Mm. I mean, I, I thought it was they don't from God. Pay any attention to that crap, though. No, if God were, or um, if if they are God ordained, shouldn't they be renowned for their godliness? Which pol- I mean, politicians renowned for their godliness. I can tell you that the, uh, the the man in the robe in the court the other day when I was there didn't really care about the whole people creating the government thing. That really wasn't an issue. Like, no. It was completely irrelevant to the case. Right, yes. the people to Though, him. So was the New Hampshire Constitution. Well, to irrelevant him, the, to the court. The people created the government, and then the government rose above the people. And so, hey, that's just how it went. Yep, and that's the next point here. Um, so, if if the government is ordained by God, who do these authorities submit to? Is is there it's, is, is some higher governing authority to them? Um, is it God? Who among them appears to be doing God's will of their own? Each other? Have you ever heard the phrase, the blind leading the blind? If Is God's words inconsistent, contradictory, or otherwise confused? No? Then can you name one biblical character who submitted to God's, uh, excuse me, to human authority? Wasn't Daniel and his friend, um, his friends punished for not obeying the decrees? 
you know, this whole little verse in, in Romans where it says that uh, the, the authorities are ordained by God really has cru- uh, screwed everything up. And I don't know. That's the the problem with the Bible from the get go. In a book full a, of civil disobedience, it's a translation right? of a translation of a translation. It is two thousand years old, and people and historically they have changed the words in the Bible to get what they want. No, wait a minute. The state would never want to team up with the the religion and uh, change the wording to make it so that people are more obedient and docile. Would That's they? the day that Christianity died. It was about 300 AD and um, I'm, I'm afraid that when, when they teamed up with, uh, with with the Roman government and went from a protest religion to something else, that's, that's the day that it all got messed up. I'm not saying there's not kernels of truth in there and there are aren't good pious devout people that are that are obeying the the word of god um or you know as they understand it i'm just saying that the religion itself was largely corrupted at that point the there dogma been, of it yeah there have been people that have retri- re- tried to return the church back to its roots uh quakers among them obviously martin luther did uh you know the, the evangelicals they've done their best and i think that they found found little paths uh, back, but I don't think that they made it back. The toll-free number here is 1-800-259-9231. Because the government is based in force and aggression and not love and persuasion, it is in no way, in my opinion, godly. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything that certainly is not loving your neighbor. More coming up. Notorious space pirate Phoebus Crumb had retired to a frontier world, only to see it destroyed by raiders. Now, Crumb is given a new ship, a new crew, and a dangerous new mission. Infiltrate deep within enemy territory and destroy a deadly dreadnought that threatens the balance of galactic power. Follow the illustrated adventures of L. Neal Smith's Phoebus Crumb online now at BigHeadPress.com PK. Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online, freetalklive.com. Hey, if you enjoy this program, you can support the show by shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Just enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So start your shopping at amazon.freetalklive.com. If you're uh, looking at making a major purchase, uh, whether it's a car loan or a home loan that you're looking to get, if you have derogatory credit on your credit report, it can cost you thousands of dollars over the lifetime of that loan. So, um, you know, check out and see if you have foreclosures, bankruptcies, judgments, liens, collections, late payments on your credit file, and have those uh, derogatory credit reports cleaned right off your credit report at cleaningcredit.com. It's a law firm, and they will dispute those uh, derogatory credit uh, filings on your report. And they've been part of the uh, Better Business Bureau for more than six years. They're listed number one in the Consumer Advocacy Group of America's website. And you can check them out at cleaningcredit.com. They give you all kinds of advice regarding your uh, your credit, and it's a cheap monthly payment, cleaningcredit.com. Toll-free number again, 800-259-9231. Right back to your phone calls. We go to David in Maryland. David, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Dale and Mark. Hey, how you doing? Hi, David. What's on your mind tonight? Uh 
Well, I was uh, wanted to talk about the uh, immigration law in Arizona that they, they, they just passed, uh, the anti-illegal uh, uh, alien law there. What about uh, it? Well, you know, people are upset about it. And my thing is, if illegal immigration is illegal, uh, but me as a citizen, I'm responsible to obey all laws. What evidence do you I'm, have that you're a citizen? Well, uh I live here. I was born here. I have a birth certificate. I have an ID. Do you uh, know what a citizen uh, is? Not really. I know uh, the French use it a lot, and I know in America, you know, people don't really like to use that term. <laughs> well, I would. I'm yeah. glad they don't because it's it's very derogatory. Really, it, it's it's really just a fancy twist on surf. Did you hear the show well, last night by chance, David? No, no sir. I did okay, not. we had Mark Stevens on the on the program, and he does a really great job of explaining, and it's a, it's pretty easy to explain. Uh, why it is that there's no citizen. And the reason why is because, well, a, a citizen is someone who owes a duty of allegiance in return for an obligation of protection. Do you agree? Yes, I've heard this. Okay. So, uh, do you know, if, it, if you found out that it were true that the government doesn't have an obligation to protect you, would there be a citizen? Uh, I don't believe so. But I know I'm obligated to pay taxes. I'm obligated uh, at a lot to a lot of things to obey all laws. Otherwise, you know, guys with guns would come to my door and throw me in a cell. That's a true statement. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but but, but my, point, think, my point being, though, you, there is no real citizen, and so how could there possibly be an illegal alien if there's no citizen? Oh, well, that's a good point. Don't we just have human right. beings, really? Don't we just have uh, individuals who are making choices for themselves in their lives, and some choose to aggress against others? And when I say some, I could I could be talking about uh, so-called uh, illegals. I could be talking about so-called citizens. I could be talking about the people calling themselves government. People make choices, and the government people are choosing to aggress against people that otherwise, many of them, just want to come here, uh, David, and uh, and make a better life for themselves. Oh, I agree. I, I'm all for anyone coming here legally. But if it's illegal, it is a law then. Well, well, that's arbitrary. We keep on going over this this law thing, David. Um, and and at one point in human history, it was illegal for black people to try to escape their owners. Do you agree with that law? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, so so now I don't agree with paying taxes either. Right, the fine. I, I, do I don't. I don't think you should have to pay them either. And I think that in this country we have a welfare problem. We don't have an immigration problem. And uh, the point I want to make is is that bad laws should be disobeyed by good people. Don't you agree? Well, I mean, what I think is a bad law, you know, my other people might not think that, and I'll go to jail, and nobody's going to support me. I might be surprised. Well, actually, they will support you because they're forced to pay for the jail. He means in another way. Yeah, if you come out out to Keene, you just might have people rallying outside the jail for you. Yeah, we just got arrested, actually. Uh, Dale and I were just arrested on Sunday evening because we were outside of jail uh, doing a, a, for lack of a better word, demonstration or outreach. Yeah, I think of it, everyone was very cheerful, and I think it was... Better described as a rally, but but yeah. you're, you're well, right. For the most part, nobody's going to support you in most places. Uh, I mean, New yeah, Hampshire's an exception. You know, I'm a poor guy, and uh, if I go to jail, I'll never get a job. I'll have to work with prisoners. Like I drive a truck now. If I had a, a criminal record or get mm. arrested, uh, my life could be yeah. ruined. I understand and, what you're uh, saying. Let's let's get back to the discussion well, about what's illegal and uh, and what's not, and why it, why it even matters. Because you were talking about words on paper written by strangers calling themselves, uh, in this case, the United States federal government. 
Uh, I'm not sure. Right. You, I mean, you mentioned all the obligations, but your only real explanation for them was the fact that there were men with guns. So, right. uh, and, and you, you disagree with some laws. So do you think that the, the bad laws like the, uh, you know, the slave laws or the segregation laws should be enforced? Well, here's the thing. You want to talk about slavery. Illegal immigration, to me, is slavery from what I've seen. It is, uh, it is cruelty uh, to have these families come here and work. I mean, uh, yeah. for well, you know, under right minimum because- wage. You're right because what That's happens slavery. is they don't have the, they, the you know what happens is everyone else is uh, essentially able to hedge them out of the normal marketplace for employment because they don't have because if they if they're found out because they, because they are labeled as criminals for having come mm-hmm. here to get a job then that puts them in a very vulnerable position to employers who then exploit the crap out of them. They're forced underground uh-huh. in the black market. Can I give yeah. you an example? I drove a trash truck in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. It was in a poor black neighborhood. Uh, the, the laborers there were from that neighborhood. They were black. I quit one summer, came back the next summer, and they were all uh, Latinos. A lot of them, you know, a lot of immigrants. But it was still in the black neighborhood. So in a way, it outsourced the poor black people. And uh, I understand, you know, uh, what you're trying to say is, you know, we should be more compassionate. But we got to deal with reality. Well, I'm not saying we, we, have, we, have, I'm not saying we should be more compassionate. I'm not looking for compassion. I'm looking for what's fair, right, and just. And what I'm telling is you is it fair to be is, outsourced? Is it fair that I'm outsourced out of a job because somebody would do you it? You said cheaper? you got your job back. Well, um, if if somebody uh, if somebody's <laughs> willing to do the job better for less, then yes, well, it is fair. Well, in the same way, it's fair for it, you to buy a it car. Isn't Hold fair. on a second, okay. Dale. Um, it's it's fair for you to buy a car to get this, um, you know, to get the same value in an automobile from some other automobile company at a lower rate. So if Honda's selling the same car that Toyota is, but they're selling it for $1,000 cheaper, is it fair that you go out and buy a Honda when you owned a Toyota? So well, no, it's, it's, it's I, probably I good with for that. the company. You know, I have issue with that. Uh, it's fair to them, but it's not fair to me. I have a right to make a competitive wage. I, and if, we, if we're going to have laws right. that we all have to abide... No, I mean, well, the ATF, we saw what the ATF didn't wake The up. only way to know what a competitive wage is, is is with the free market, which we don't have. And I think mm-hmm. the example just given is a, is a really good point to talk about that. We are not in a free market. And if you have some people who can be exploited because they have been labeled as criminals, then that is not a free market wage. Those, right. those, 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 um, those immigrants are not getting a free market wage. Now, the answer to that is not to keep out immigrants. That isn't okay. the problem. Again, we have a welfare state. We have things like the answer is for them to not be illegal anymore, so that they're not, so that they won't be exploited. The answer is for I them agree. to be treated the same as everyone else, so that they don't have employers who can exploit their illegal status to, uh, who can take advantage of their illegal status to threaten them and keep and exploit them with a seriously under market valued. Uh, wage because that wage is the result of violence. It's the result of having that threat of violence over them. Having that power that's over what them. I agree with. If if it's a law and people think it's silly, let's change it. Otherwise, I'm for that. I'm for the. I'm for changing the law. Wait, absolutely. Law. Otherwise, you know, what you what? said. Uh, wait, wait. Uh, if it's the law, people don't agree with it. They should change it. Otherwise, what? Uh, otherwise, why obey any law? I mean. You know, well, if we're a nation of laws, why obey any of them? I who don't told you we were a nation? We were a nation of laws. Well, because the uh, government 
does make laws, and they do have people that enforce them. Yeah, they do. They enforce them against you and me. However, when those people that enforce them or those people that make them uh, break those laws, they don't enforce them. So we don't have a nation of laws. We have a nation of men. We have a nation of masters, and we have a nation of servants. Mm. And when you complain about illegal immigrants, all you're doing is it's it's slaves fighting amongst themselves saying, oh, the master whipped you ten times, and he whipped me eleven. I I hate you. I want to be the house slave, and then I want those to be a lower status slave. Wow. Okay, thank you, by the way, David, for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. That's a great way to really tie it together, that really what's happening here is that people are, once again, being brought into conflict with each other because of this coercive, violent monopoly apparatus known as uh, the government. These men and women who are more than willing to aggress against peaceful people in order to see their ends furthered. And their ends uh, include lining their pockets with your dollars. Because keeping people out of this country keeps uh, prices inflated to some extent. Uh, It it raises the wages of people and therefore the prices of everything that's out there. And it's just all about protectionism. 1-800-259-9231. We can come back with more here. I know that, Dale, you want to talk about those words on paper here in a little bit. It's Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? (sighs) Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind as we launch air, uh, here into the second hour of the program. Take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And we're going to go right back into your phone calls here. Coming up, Dale wants to tell us about changing paper and changing people. But first, it's Jeremy in Alaska. Jeremy, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, well, you know, I, I was thinking about um, a favorability for amnesty um, as far as uh, I think the ones that can prove they've been productive citizens. At, for like the last five years and hadn't committed any crimes, you know, and stuff like that. I think we should give them amnesty and all the other ones. Who, wait, you mean the back. federal government? Huh? You mean the federal government should not kick them out of the country? Is that what you mean? Yeah, if, if they if they can prove that they've been productive people here in America for like the last five years and they hadn't been in any trouble, 
then uh, we should let those ones stay, and the but, rest of them what that, we what should that, send back. What that brings up to mind, and, and I, I'm not saying this is a bad idea, Jeremy. I, what that brings to mind, though, is this uh, story from John Stossel's. Uh, it was he had a he had a um, one of those television shows that he does, and I can't remember which one it was, but he he looked over a water treatment plant that had uh, previously been owned by the government, and then at at some point switched ownership to a private company, and uh, all the employees that were previously government employees then became private employees, and they got so much more productive. And I just I wonder. Think that was John Stossel goes to Washington. And I just wonder if uh, these incent- these uh, entitlement programs that are out there that incentivize people to sit on their butts and to uh, have children at the taxpayer's expense, I wonder if those were give- gotten rid of, how many of those people would be productive? And secondly, um, crime tends to be illegal aliens, uh, you know, aliens in general, people, Hispanics, and then, um, you know, either legal or illegal tend to be um, no more criminal than anybody who's in their socioeconomic class. So if you compare them to regular old white Americans, they're no more criminal. And you can read the Americans, uh, American Conservative Magazine's uh, I think, article I think to defer on, on that, Mark, because uh, Phoenix is the number one uh, kidnapping uh, city in America, and it's mostly done by illegal aliens. I can't, I, I can't speak to it because I haven't done the research. However, well, I if have you go... A, if I've you been, go to American uh, doing a conservative lot of research on this, well, then research a little farther because I'm going to tell you an article to go read, um, and that article is by the in the American Conservative magazine. I believe it's two months ago. It's entitled "His Panic," H I S, and then dash panic, um, okay. and you know it's disproving the the whole notion that uh, that people that are from you know Latino de- uh, descent or whatever are somehow more criminal than others. But, um, well, let's say it's because of all the drug cartels. I understand Arizona's position. I mean, they got cops being off and ranchers being off by these drug cartels, and they got to do something. Well, and I, I think, know, Mark, when just... I remember you brought that article up a while back, and what they were finding is in the areas where it seems like more Hispanics are committing crimes and stuff, there's actually a certain age range where there's a lot more young Hispanics, and it's really tied more to age than anything else. And there's not very many in that age bracket uh, in a particular area of white kids. But that if you look across the board all over the country, there's like crime seems much more more much more tied to like your age bracket and being a younger person. Well, and, and Jeremy's right, though. As people get older, they engage in less crime. He's so. right, though, that it's also tied. Jeremy was right that it's it's tied, this crime, this kidnappings, the violence, it's tied to the war on drugs. So if you want to solve that problem, Jeremy, and you should know this, uh, you well, end right. the war on drugs. I, I know your position. I know our position on that. Right, Ian, so you but... end the war on drugs. You don't create some kind of a police state uh, that mandates that everybody who's brown show uh, some sort of permission slip, or, or excuse me, not permission slip, but, uh, but show to the satisfaction of some government agent that they've been here for five years and have been working the, the whole time. I mean, the you're talking about an incredibly bureaucratic task that is going to result in all kinds of uh, police state intrusions well i just think that that's a you know about the best solution you know I th- well I more government the is never the best solution i don't think be it's more government what, what, all the criminals uh, did, should have to go thanks guy thanks Thank jeremy. You, jeremy mark you're saying you don't think that checking every single so-called immigrant to make sure they're a, well, a, they've they've been you, here and been working isn't a lot isn't more government that's not going to require more government bureaucrats he didn't propose every immigrant he proposed every illegal immigrant but they're going to check everybody who's brown because otherwise they're going to have to find no, out if they're illegal first right the, the claim the claim that he made was to give amnesty to people who were of you know illegal status um right. and if they could prove that they'd been 
here for five years and, and that's working. not going to take any more the the millions of so-called illegals applying all of a sudden for that status because most of them are here working uh applying for that status would not require an increase in the size of government we already have um, ice agents out trying to enforce their stuff bring mm-hmm. those guys in have them process the paperwork and there you have your government bureaucrat but they still need to be out there no, that doesn't work that spend way. any more money but they're not going to do it that way mark if they do what jeremy suggests they'll add to the bureaucracy and you know that they're going to add to the bureaucracy because the ice agents that are out there as enforcement agents are not bureaucrat you know pencil pushers they want to be out there kicking in doors they want to be out there you know cracking heads uh they want to be out there hurting people and, and being you know thugs basically that's what they're out there doing and besides they'll have an excuse to continue doing it because what you're talking about would be some sort of voluntary program then right where the uh the so-called illegals would come in and they'd say okay here's all my pay stubs and uh, i've been working here for five years and uh you know here's my boss he'll testify for me but that doesn't mean that there aren't still people out there who aren't going to do that and so therefore the ice enforcers will have their excuse to say well even if people are coming through this door saying they've been here for a long time there's still those people out there that aren't coming through the door and we got to be out there cracking heads so the government will get bigger well um i i I disagree uh, with your point Uh, i think that That the uh, government will get bigger yes i disagree with that However, I disagree with Jeremy's point for a completely different reason, because they did this same crap in the 80s. And, you know, maybe the stipulation amnesty. Uh, Maybe the stipulations were slightly different at that point, but only slightly. And you're only going to get the same situation again. What we have in this problem, and that's because what we have in this country isn't an immigration problem. It's a welfare problem. If you put out free food, free uh, baby care, free uh, schooling, free everything that they give these people for having children, yeah. you're going to get sure, free sure. loaders. That's true, but I, I, I'm shocked, Mark, that you've been on this show now since uh, 2002. The bureaucrats and- will do what the, what the bureaucrats above them tell them to do. If you tell the SWAT team guy to sit down at that desk and process what paperwork, you think you're he better be damn charge. well do it or we're going to fire what his butt. What makes you think they're going to do that? Mark, haven't you observed how, to go, how government works? Over the years, they keep getting bigger no matter what happens, no matter what the new Ian, rule I'm is. completely aware that government doesn't so do... So what makes you think that they're going to shrink what down or stay the same size? What makes you think you can predict the future on how it's going to go? I mean, you just laid out the oh, nine-step plan on how it's going to fail, I'd and I'm telling you that it's going to fail in a different direction. You need to calm down. Did you have caffeine tonight? Nope, not a bit. All right. Well, uh, look. I have had some M&Ms. That, uh, uh, that's got caffeine, caffeine in it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Christ, cut him off, please. <laughs> um, look, Mark. The way government works is the government bureaucrats are constantly looking to expand their purview and their power and their budget. So surprise. Those are my meth M&Ms. If what Jeremy is proposing comes to fruition, which it's pretty unlikely. I don't know what is likely, but, you know, it's not going to be his program. Whatever it is they do is not going to be Jeremy's idea. Uh, But if what he has uh, his idea is comes to fruition, it will not be implemented in this, you know, let's keep the government the same size method that you're suggesting it would be implemented in. It would be implemented in a method that says, OK, well, we're going to take all this amnesty from these millions of uh, so-called illegals. We need to hire uh, several thousand more bureaucrats uh, in order to handle all these applications that are going to be coming in. So it would be an, an, an excuse to increase the size of government. And to deny that is to deny the uh, the face of all of the evidence to the to, that supports it. And that is that government gets bigger. Fine. I think it's a I think it's a bad idea for a different reason. Okay. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Now, Dale, there was something you wanted to cover tonight that uh, sounded pretty important to me. And clearly, we're not going to be able to cover it here in 15 seconds. But just to get people an idea of what's coming up, what do you mean when you say well, uh, words on paper? You were talking about when, uh, you know, 
when Evan declared his sovereignty on a piece of paper and turned that into the city hall. And some people called in and said, well, what does that mean? I mean, you know, how important is a piece of paper? And and, and, and then you, you went on to say, well, it really had to do with, you know, it's a declaration of what he intended to do, how he intended to act. And so what mattered was how he acted after that mm-hmm. rather than the paper. And I just wanted to expound on that. Let's do that here in a moment. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We'll get into that discussion. We'll also take your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Toll House Morsels. There are a million reasons to bake with Toll House. Find yours at VeryBestBaking.com. A balanced diet is important, but so is the occasional treat. Working with your kids to bake a dessert from scratch helps them to appreciate it even more, and it keeps them from resenting having to eat their veggies every other day. Plus, baking is a perfect excuse to spend time with your kids, since just being together is a treat. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. Inviting you to bring up anything. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. Our features are free. Also, over at Dale's website, you'll find a lot of free stuff as well. Lots of cartoons, hundreds of uh, Liberty, mostly Liberty-themed cartoons at anarchyinyourhead.com plus some essays by Dale. Are you posting your videos on your uh, anarchyinyourhead.com? Yes, uh, I haven't posted any in a while, but I finally found my camera again. So I had some. Okay. I, I actually wanted to do one today, and I didn't couldn't find my camera. So, <laughs> so head on over to anarchyinyourhead.com where you'll get a lot more of Dale. And uh, speaking of Dale, we wanted to get into a discussion here, but I want to take another phone call before we do that about uh, the you know these words on paper versus. Uh, versus changing your your uh, your mind. Uh, we'll go first to Bill in Florida. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Dale and Mark. Guys, I'm enjoying the show. Bill, what's on your mind tonight? In fact, I uh, used to have a, uh, a political talk show of my own. That's not really what this is, though. I understand um, this is the truth. It's a difference. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not Republican or Democrat. Okay. Um, but I got to tell you, it's. Um, it's really tough, and I think a lot of people are going through through something weird, and, and that is that we see what's going on. Um, we see. I mean, I have friends that are that are that are police officers. I'm going to tell you, I'm a Civil War reenactor, and there is a place in Old Florida. It's called Old Lusty. Anyway, it's an what old. What is it called? What's that? What is it? Old Lusty. Yeah, it's called Old Lusty, and is it's that O L apostrophe Lusty? <laughs> What's that? How do you spell that? Is it O L apostrophe as in old right. and then lusty? You, you can't tell me too much that's it, it, going on in Florida. It's one word. There's no apostrophe. Say again. It's one word. There's no apostrophe. One word. No apostrophe. So is it O L U S T Y? No E E. O L U S T E E. Okay. What is it? It's an old Civil War battlefield in North Florida. Sure enough, it would have to be. And, and it's really strange because uh, anyway, I showed up real late. It was like I think two in the morning, and it's out in the middle of nowhere. There's a campfire, and I'm just setting this picture for you guys. The scene. Yeah, I love radio theater of the mind. <laughs> anyway, and I come walking up. You can hear the grass crackle, and and sitting around the campfire, a couple of diehards that you know they're just the last guys at the campfire. One of them is a CIA, current CIA agent. 
How do you know uh, that? Well, because I know. I mean, we're just we're friends. I'm not going to so, tell you who it is, obviously. Because okay. I was going to say, it's my understanding, CIA agents aren't supposed to necessarily reveal that uh, that information. No, that's not true. That's Hollywood. No. Um, but anyway, we um, we're, we're pals. We go way back, and uh, known each other since high school, and a couple of other people from law enforcement and a couple of different agencies, and we're all talking, and here comes a train down a train track that is supposed to be, it's supposed to be dormant. I mean, this train track hasn't been used in God knows how long. And it got closer and closer, and everybody kind of just shut up. And guys, I'm telling you, it was not headed north. It was headed south, okay? This particular train track heads north and south through Olesti. And nothing but U.N. vehicles, I mean, just tons of these things. There had to have been three to four hundred, maybe four hundred and fifty of them. When 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 was this allegedly? Oh, this was three years ago. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And some really strange things have been happening. But uh, and I have friends in law enforcement that have told me um, that they're really battening down the hatches, and specifically. Where I have some family, which is in Titusville, um, you can actually hear combat training. I mean, we've never heard this before. You can hear combat training taking place, automatic weapons. I mean, like crazy around the clock. And, and uh, what are you what are you suggesting here that there's going to be what, some sort what of a what UN I'm telling takeover? You is they're getting geared up big time for uh, civil unrest. They're fully expecting it. And I know that this is nothing new. The Alex Jones Show and, and different people have been talking about this. But I can tell you firsthand, I know. I have law enforcement people from different agencies that have told me, yes, this is real. And when I saw those UN vehicles, it had I had cold chills. I mean, you just don't know. So, so and, I mean, are your law enforcement buddies just going to go along with it? And they're going to you know, follow orders and uh, load people onto train cars and that kind of thing? Um, no, we haven't really gotten that far into talking about it, but I know for a fact these guys wouldn't do that. I mean, I, they're, they're, you know, like I say, they're buddies of mine. And, but, but if and, they don't uh, do it, they don't get paid. Well, I, I think when the, if, if the dollar collapses, which I, I think it really has a good shot at doing, um, that's not going to be a thing. That's not going to be, that's not going to be an issue. Because everybody's going to, be, you know, not have any money anyway, right? Right. And I think now there's people, let me just tell you this, these guys that I'm talking about are preparing. For what? And, um, How do they you know, prepare? Well, with uh, different water systems, and I'm not going to go into detail, but water systems, some portable solar energy systems, uh, freeze-dried food, as opposed to, you know, as opposed to... Um, so they're preparing for, like, not being able to leave their homes? Is that the idea? Or that there's going to be some sort of a nuclear holocaust? I mean, what are they preparing for exactly? Preparing for the worst, whatever that may be. It's an expensive hobby. Thank you for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I mean, you can really pour money into this, right? This, this yeah. whole preparedness oh, yeah. thing. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm not I think saying it's a bad idea. Penn, but... Penn and Teller did a good uh, sort of end of the world one where, you know, and then I've seen basically video of these 
survival classes that are really kind of a joke. I mean, yeah, <laughs> well, you spend, prepared, spend a lot of money on them, and there's there's the prepared preparer people, the preppers, and there's the survivalists, and they actually yeah. are different. And you know, I think there's something to be said for you know knowing some food, some you know plants around your you know in your neighborhood that you can eat. But and I think there's something to be said for having you know a certain amount of uh, maybe silver, some foods uh, stored, that kind of thing. Uh, maybe some twenty-two long rifle shells to trade with uh, with the neighbors. I don't know. I mean, it's it, it, there's something to be said for it, but I think you can go too far. Yeah, and and I don't know. Maybe his story was true. Maybe it wasn't. I mean, we don't screen anybody really here, so he had maybe. a lot of. When, when you look for good lies, yeah. uh, you look for facts, and he had a lot of facts. He knew right off the do- the top of his head that it was uh, um, three years ago. That it was you know he gave the the name of the town. He could spell it. He knew where it happened. It, it, it sounded good. Yeah, but we didn't ask him for any of that information either. So he could have had it, uh, could have had it prepared, uh, just to kind of stir people up. And Those get CIA agents are taught to lie, you know. Well, and you've got uh, the allegation that there are these hundreds of UN vehicles, but it was three years ago. So I don't know. Maybe there's something going on. Maybe there isn't. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Either way, uh, if some sort of Orwellian uh, police state. I mean, it, worse than what we're currently dealing with. If it uh, if it ratchets up, or when in some in some people's mindset, uh, when it ratchets up, ratchets up rather. What uh, what to do? What to do about that? A lot of people, and he didn't really explicitly suggest it because he was talking about preparing in other ways. But a lot of people would suggest violence, and of course, uh, I think that that's no, the last thing. No, I didn't say that. I said a lot of people would suggest violence, and I think that's the last thing that uh, anybody should be considering because that's just going to give them an excuse to continue ratcheting up their police state. So 800-259-9231, I think the best thing that we can do, if that's going to be an eventuality, is to train people in the art of civil disobedience and non-cooperation because uh, the state requires your cooperation to really be successful. And if we can pull that away, then they don't have much left. More coming up. Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com, and those features include listening options. We've got live streams, broadband, and dial-up versions of the show, our webcam, and listen lines. You can get all the details and listen in and watch as well over at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. We just got off the phone with a guy who was telling quite a story uh, about how he was a Civil War reenactor or is a Civil War reenactor, and he was at a reenactment and camping out with some of his uh, friends at the fire when they saw on on the train tracks 
hundreds of vehicles with UN markings on them uh, going in a certain direction. And it's you know it's an interesting story. Maybe it was true. We don't know. We take calls from anybody. I've on never this seen uh, a vehicle with UN markings on it. Me neither. And that's why I've I seen say UN that, license plates or diplomatic license plates on uh, on vehicles at the at the UN. But I've never seen UN vehicles. Right, and that's why that's why I would like to say to add briefly here before we move on that extraordinary claims require extraordinary proof. And so, if you believe or you saw this happening. What a shame you didn't have your cell phone with you to where you could pull out a camera and click it. Because it's not like they just whipped by with 400 vehicles, right? I mean, if you've got a train or several trains with 400 vehicles, was his estimate, on it, that's going to take a while. You, you could see that and you go, wow, I've never seen anything like that before. Hey, where's my camera? Crap, I don't know where it is. Let me go find it. You'd have plenty of time. You'd have minutes to where you yeah. could go and find something to uh, to snap a photo of that with. I understand he says it was nighttime, but they were close enough to see the logo they probably could have uh, illuminated it with a flash to it yeah close enough to get the flash to work so maybe it's happening maybe it's not but but if if they're moving that kind of equipment around that level that amount of equipment around and and they're doing it obviously i mean why would they why would the un if they wanted to be secretive about it why would they put vehicles with their their logos out in public like that why not just paint them later or something right uh so you, and I've been hearing this these claims about the UN doing this and the UN doing that for a very right. long yes. time. I mean, and I I remember a uh, you know a uh, an officer at the prison that I was working at in 1994 walking me up to uh you know to work at night. I used to work in the officers' canteen and telling me about how the UN had taken over a town in Ohio and they were doing practicing. They had the Chinese military, um you know. T- doing practicing in that town or whatever and and uh you know this kind of scary story and so this the stories aren't new and i haven't seen a lot of proof of them yeah you know well there was one there was one claim a while back about the fema cars right the uh the idea that they were going to load up people into these train cars and take them off to the uh, the fema camps and do who knows what with them uh, but the, the the train car photos that they have on the uh, the web that are supposedly of these alleged FEMA cars were, I think they turned out to be cow trailers, basically, for moving cattle, as, uh, as I recall. There was another one where they had, uh, you know, giant caskets, uh, you know, casket after casket after casket. Turns out they were like big tote bins or something like that. There was a FEMA camp that turned out it was a, an old railroad station or old yeah. power plant or something. So, yeah, so there are it, people out there that want to see things where they may not necessarily be. Right. There happening. might be some overactive imagination going on. I'm not saying that's what's happening in this case. I don't need, I'm not saying that either. I'm just putting some ideas out there to sort of. Uh, possibly suggest alternatives to what his interpretation of the events, if they even happen, if he's not just you know pulling our chain. So again, uh, you're at a you're at a campfire with two other guys. What are the odds that of three people in today's day and age, not one of them has a cell phone uh, nearby with uh, the ability to take a photo? Well, one of them was a CIA agent. You can't trust him to take the pictures. <laughs> So that's my. Those are my thoughts on that. At eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one, we continue with Shannon listening in Mississippi. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Shannon. Hey, how you doing? Can you hear me? What's on your mind tonight, Shannon? Not too much, man. I've been listening to y'all for a little while, and uh, man, y'all are great uh, patriots. I am too. What does it mean to be a patriot? And before you go, before you go, <laughs> label me it? with that term. I'd like to know what you mean. Well, you tell the truth, and when you talk. People don't, you know, they call me a kook. They say what I say is I'm stupid 
I don't know what I'm talking about. Why would they call you that? What, what would they be referencing when they would call you those things? Well, I look up on internets and I Google stuff and I try to get documents and I've done a lot of things hmm. and tried to research some stuff that everybody's been talking about. And, you know, everybody. it's all true. What? Not everybody. Wait. It's it's true. What is? Everything that's going on in this country. The heck are you talking everything about? Everything that you're talking about, I'm talking about 9-11. We don't I'm talk about, about that. about everything. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're being incredibly vague. You, you, uh, I don't until know you, you said even, 9-11, which yeah. we haven't talked about. Right, we don't talk about of. that. This isn't this isn't a show. This isn't a conspiracy th- uh, show. We have some callers sometimes who advocate certain conspiracy theories, uh, and you know we'll question them on it and that kind of thing. Uh, but like, like, well, like the uh, builder bears, the builder bears. Yeah, that was a good one. And uh, also this guy that called in about the UN thing. You know, we're questioning that. So I don't know. Maybe you, maybe you, maybe you called right, the wrong show. Let me ask show. you this. All right. No sir. No sir. No. Okay. I love Alex Jones. He's a great it's guy. Not this, you're but, not listening right, to listen Alex, Alex Jones. What y'all were talking about? Listen to me, please. Certainly. Listen. Well, you should listen to us first because you're not. You're not yes, calling I, Alex I Jones. Am. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all are. Y'all are. Y'all are right online. Hmm. Sometimes we are online. If, you know. One or three people don't have a cell phone. I live in a small town. Yeah. I have a cell phone, but I don't have a camera on it. Mm. And when people, it's time to upgrade past the year two thousand. That are, sir. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, when when people says things that like they don't believe what I'm trying to explain to them or tell to them or tell them what's happening to them by their government mm. or what's happening to them. We don't have them kind of things in these little small towns sometimes, you know, a cell phone with a camera on it. We should what's that, do what, this. What's, what we size do town that. do you live in, may I ask? I live in uh, Petal, P-E-T-A-L, Mississippi. How many How many people and live in Petal? there's like, there's maybe four to 5,000 people okay. here. Yeah, that's, pretty, that's a pretty I small mean, town. But, I live in a town know, that's of 2,000 people. I have a camera on my phone. That, Dale, do you how, how many people live out there where you I, live? Oh gosh, uh, not not a whole lot more than Mark's area. I don't think so. A few thousand, yeah, few it's thousand very people. small. It's very small. Do y'all have cell but phone service out there? I, oh, yes. oh okay. I know what's going on. I mean, people get in airplanes Just and checking. they, you know, and they and they talk about. Uh, well, they were talking on this plane and they were doing this from that to this and that. I have no and idea. Cell phones didn't work that? back then, and people won't listen to me. <laughs> what is this so and that? How do, I, you 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 need to be a lot less vague, because I don't know what you're talking about. Everything, like, Dale. Everything, everything is, is true. Everything is true. Okay, that's going on in yes, this country. What I'm trying to tell: everything is true, but they will not. Listen everything. To <laughs> <laughs> okay. What we say is true. What they say is true. Everything is true. Is, Mark, everything. were you telling me well, about some no? Sort of- everything that's going on in this country is true. I think that was the exact. Or, weren't you telling me the other day that there's some sort of disease where, uh, or some kind of mental uh, disorder where people, where the, and I don't remember what it was called, Williamson where, syndrome. What, where, what is it? Williamson. Well, syndrome. that's based on trusting everyone, which I don't yeah. think is the caller's problem. Uh, it's it's, it's an overactive gland that produces too much oxytocin. But if you believe everything, that's where you believe everything you're told, right? So this guy yeah. believes well, everything. And you true. think everyone's trustworthy, essentially, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't it, think that's it, what's going on. Here. It's not possible that this is a sufferer of Williamson syndrome no. who believes everything he's been told and so therefore can make a statement like everything is true. I think you should let the gentleman finish up. Anyway, no. go ahead. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When I think or I say everything is true, I didn't mean what I say is true. Everything they come back at me they say is true. Who, and I who's don't they, know. may I ask? 
the people I talk to, they think I'm I'm crazy when I tell them what's going on in this world, and they talk. What to is me. going on? Let me see if I can get you to sum it up in twenty seconds. What's going on in this world? New world government. They're taking over. New Who's taxes. They? They're squeezing us. Who yes. is they? The see, they the the uh, the the bad people of this world. The the world. They're not already in control. I thought the bad people were in control. That's, the, the, that's so the best saying, evidence I could come up so with. So what are you saying is the more worse people or the uh, the badder people are uh, getting are going to take over? World I, leaders. They're not my leaders. I thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. But if there's anything you can take away from that call, it's that everything is true. <laughs> 1-800-259-9231. one This is Free Talk Live. Is the full moon tonight? <laughs> We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And tonight, it is Ian here with you. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online, freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features there. And if you uh, enjoy this program, then get involved with the website. You can go to freetalklive.com, get an account. It's free. You can enjoy all of the features on the website for nothing. Uh, but you can also participate in various different ways. And one of the ways is uh, the, the website itself, freetalklive.com, allows you to influence the things that we'll talk about on the air by submitting different ideas for what we could talk about, like uh, news stories or videos or audio or blog posts. and then Pictures other, of you in videos. Whatever, man. Uh, then other listeners can go and vote them up or vote them down. As can you. You can vote up or down anything that you see there, and then the uh, the best, most popular stories make it, well, just because they're popular doesn't make them the best, but generally it works out that way, uh, that the most popular stories make it to the top of the website and uh, make it more likely that we'll see them and put them on the air. So head over to freetalklive.com and get yourself a free account and get involved. As we continue taking your phone calls, let's go to Sam in Colorado. Sam, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hello. Sam, what's on your mind tonight? I uh, just wanted to give you guys a heads up that I think that I, this is the first time I've called a radio show in my life. I, I listen here and there, but anyways. Congratulations. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty fun. Um, but you guys are the only two guys in America who didn't know what that guy was talking about, the last caller. What, and that's, the guy that's, that was that's, saying that everything is true? Yeah, I mean. It was, Not everything. Yeah, everything that's going on in this country is true. Including this and that. Including this and that. Yes. Well, the this and that he's referring to was the things that are generally spoken about on these uh, these, these radio networks that uh, a lot I, of people. Well, I don't know. To, I don't listen as, to them. So, yeah, I don't know as, what uh, he's talking about. Cause... I listen to Free Talk Live, and that's kind of about the it. Paranoia, you know, all the paranoia, all the conspiracy theories. Yeah, he's just saying that. I, I'm true. just criticizing you two. That's why I'm calling because well, I... you guys. <laughs> didn't really give the guy a chance to get into what we he was get, saying. We, tried really, hard we, talked for, we, we talked. tried really hard for him to get specific. I mean, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I got the gist that he was basically going to say all the conspiracy theories are true. 
But, you know, right. that's that's kind of a meaningless thing. You know, get into, you know, tell us something and tell us why you think it's yeah. true. Why don't you do it? I mean, like know. maybe that guy wasn't articulate enough. Why don't you jump in and tell me which conspiracy theories are true? Because I've heard no, a bunch all of them. Of all them. Of them. All right. Because I've well, that guy said that. But what, what about the, this caller? I don't well, remember. He said his name. that, too, I think. Um, this well, is Sam. Well, just the recent headlines in the news. For example, the, the Patsy on the uh, Christmas Day uh, uh, flight uh, from Detroit. The news, the news didn't call him a Patsy, as I recall. The news called him uh, the Christmas Day bomber, the underwear bomber, things like that. Well, no, I'm saying that that's what is true. He was actually a Patsy set up by the powers that be. Well, how about? I mean, I'm just using that as an example. Of okay, the lizard that's people. Like, that, that's a fine example. Um, and and let me let me take you on back uh, historically. What about uh, let's see, uh, hurricanes? Are those being caused by a giant Wawa machine called Harp up in uh, Alaska? <laughs> is that true? Was he referring to that as a true statement? Or are you asking me? If I'm I asking you true? if it's true because you, that guy already said that everything is true. You, yeah, you said you agreed with him, right? Uh, um, well, he didn't stay, say that. Uh, hurricanes. Well, okay. Let me. He didn't back say to anything. Right. Question. He said that everything's true, and I'm assuming he's talking about the the conspiracy theries. And there are a bunch it's of them harp out there. True. Yes. Harp is true. Okay. It did did it, actually is it causing hurricanes? Is it causing? Is it causing hurricanes? I'm sorry. Is it causing hurricanes? Harp. Hurricanes. Harp. It's it's probably causing more along the lines of weather disturbances. Okay. Yes or no? Would, would that be a hurricane? Would that be considered? Are all the hurricanes that have occurred in the last 20 years, let's forget about the ones prior to HARP being built, are those HARP caused? Because there's really no more than there used to be. No, you're right. And, and, and I'm not earthquakes. saying... Earthquakes. Uh, earthquakes. Is HARP causing earthquakes? I want to know it. about the lizard men. What about the lizard men? The lizard men's another popular conspiracy theory. Right. Is that one true? Yeah, to an extent, it is. I mean, I'm <laughs> sure that it's been visited by, Which by aliens in the past, and whether or not they look like lizards, sure. Are Who they running they the government? Like the, the lizard man theory says that there are aliens that are in charge uh, of our government. They're, the, they're yeah. in all the high It says that positions. actually they're Jews, and those Jews are running the world. Are Jews lizards? Well, I... Okay, okay, so you're, 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 you're saying that the guy was saying everything is true. Okay, that's well, what he said. Everything. He did. Everything right, that's going right. on in this country is true. He said it over and over again, and then you <laughs> called in to say that you believe that he was right. just talking about the conspiracy theories. The ones that you like. Well, you're, you're, you're on to a good point. Now, but the ones that are actually conventional and, and the, you know, that are within grasp, such as what he was referring to, I think he was saying along the lines of that there's, you know, powers to be that plan to, uh, defecate america into uh you know into sounds painful <laughs> sounds gross <laughs> sounds gross actually you know this 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 place of of, of refuse and and uh you okay, know so no you're more, reading you know, in whatever it is you want to into what that guy said so what is it that well, you I believe the guy everything who is true incredibly is big. concerning our government and how you know, perhaps that there's other powers to be that are planning to crash our economy. He was talking about that. Okay. So, so now, as far as that goes, I agree that the government is uh, doing things that are terrible. That the government is based in uh, in fear and violence. And, and that politicians. I, I, do, I do believe that there are people with tremendous assets that are that have a total interest in crashing the economy and then turning and around when they've got too. a lot of yeah, cash. Yeah. They have the first access to the cash. They'll turn around and buy everything up. This is something Ron Paul talked about. Right. It's now, not the, really a conspiracy. It's really kind of happening right under our nose. Well, you, you can throw it out there as a conspiracy theory. Then you can drop names like. 
like the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderbergers, the uh, the, the 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 UN, uh, the CFR. You can you can you can make it sound loony as hell. And I think if if there's a conspiracy theory that I believe in, it's the conspiracy theory that these organizations actually propagate these uh, these crazy theories so that nuts go out there and say them, and then people that that um you know that that talk about ha- the half of it that's true look like nuts. Well, yeah, you're talking about the false flag and all that. But what no, I'm saying that you was what he was that, just you talking about. on that guy, and you were saying the Builder Bear group, stuff like that. And well, that's why I'm calling, because everybody knew he was talking about what's going on. Everything's true. The U.N. is, is involved in America and foreign troops. Those things he was talking about, not aliens from Green Lizard Planet. Well, out how do you know that? You say everybody knew that. We have three people in the studio. He didn't and we know didn't who know he hell. was talking to. We, uh, he likely called in, believing that he was listening listening to on another channel the rerun of the Alex Jones show, and he <laughs> called in, believing that we were Alex Jones. That guy gotcha. didn't know what he was talking about. Even though the phone screen. <laughs> uh, that's where you're wrong. That's even, where you're wrong. He knew exactly what he was talking about. Everybody you don't even know what he was talking about. You're speculating. He, I did hear him. Drive Drop nine eleven. You're projecting. That's the only. That's the only specific thing he dropped. That I'm sorry. We have crosstalk there. What, Dale? The the only specific thing I can think of that he actually finally said was nine eleven. And he just said nine eleven. Well, yeah, nine eleven's true. Yeah, there was a nine eleven. But yeah, that's it. He didn't go into any more detail. Yeah, he didn't give you any information. It was all presumptuous that we know what he's talking about. That you know, and and uh, and and. And and I think that if that's the case, that if it's that obvious what you're talking about, then why are you saying it again? You know, just it's well, like all your listeners <laughs> listen to other radio networks. They oh, don't just listen to you guys. This is the first time I've ever listened to you guys, and that's why I got offended. Like, obviously, these how can two you speak for all of our listeners? How, how do you know that? How do you know that all of our listeners listen to other radio networks? Most of our listeners don't even know what radio network they're listening to. Most of our listeners are on the radio; they're listening to a radio station. And I've a lot of our other listeners are listening on the internet, and they are not listening to the network so much as they are listening to Free Talk Live, perhaps via our live streams. So I think you're jumping to a lot of conclusions. You're also projecting your belief systems onto the last caller uh, because you're believing that he was talking about exactly what you think he was talking about. Yeah, let's talk great. about you and what you when believe. In fact, he was not what everybody vague. believes, not what that guy believes. Let's talk about you and what you believe. Well, the point of the call was to, to back up the guy who was calling. That's <laughs> right. why I'm calling. Well, you're, we you can talk about what I'd like to talk about. He never said anything, so I wouldn't do that if I were you. Why would you want to get behind that guy? You don't even know what he was talking about. You're projecting your beliefs onto him. Let, let, let's, let's make a bet. The next caller that comes in is going to back me up saying, yeah, I got it too, guys. You were clowning so on a guy who's made... I don't care so if people That's call in you... and agree in the, you know, in the same belief system. What does that mean? Okay, and maybe I'm missing the point of your show, because this is my first time calling your show, listening to your show for that matter. What's the point of the show? Yeah, tell me the point of your show. No, I'm asking you, what's the point of the show? Oh, I have no idea. This, like I said, the first time I've Well, the point of the show is you can call in and talk about anything, and we let you do that, oh. right? Gotcha. All right. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Yes, we are not here to talk about, uh, this is not a conspiracy theory show. 
We are not here to interview the people who are in the conspiracy theory movement. This guy. Let's that was, talk about nine eleven and how it was oh an inside job. <laughs> I suggest to the to the recent caller again. to listen to the archive and listen to what that guy said again and try to find where he ever gets specific about anything that he's talking about. Right, and you can find the archive at freetalklive.com. It's on the front page, um, and you can get it right there because you're likely listening someplace else. Freetalklive.com. All right, there's more coming up here. You can bring up absolutely anything. Uh, We won't necessarily agree with you. Hour 3 is on the way. This is Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com this is free talk live and you can bring up what you want just dial in via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231 that is the SACL cai toll-free line 1-800-259-9231 as we launch into the third hour of the program. Tonight, it is Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. Dale joining us from anarchyinyourhead.com. We continue here by taking your phone calls about anything. That is the point of this program. But Dale, let's get into the discussion that we uh, teased last hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea of... Uh, well, su- summarize what you're going well, to talk well, about Well, I was again. prepared to talk about it, but now there have been so many calls... No, <laughs> I'm fine. Um... Evan was uh, well. It's sort of. I was sort of inspired by your discussion a few nights ago. I was listening in when you were talking about Evan when he declared his sovereignty, and he made a point to to have a a, a declaration on paper and to sign it and to have witnesses and to turn it into city hall. And someone said, "Well, what does that mean? What is that piece of paper going to do?" And I think it was important. It was an, it was an interesting conversation because you know because you guys immediately did touch upon well, well what matters is what he does after that. Is he going to honor that piece of paper, right? Like, is he going to honor what the paper was a declaration? And by putting it down on paper, you have a record of it and you say, this is my declaration. This is what I'm going to do. And it made me think of it's like a contract, right? You make a contract with someone and then let's say I make a contract with you to, to fix the roof on my house. And we agree. OK, if you fix it, I'll pay you eight hundred dollars, for instance. And uh, and then you don't do that. Well, I've got this piece of paper that says that you agreed to do it, and I gave you the money I, under my side of the contract or whatever, and you didn't. Well, and then, you know, is there another time when I'm going to take another contract from you? I mean, what's it going to mean if you write something down on a piece of paper after that? Right. If you, if you, if you give me another contract to, to do landscaping in my yard for $300 now, it, you know, how, what is that piece of paper going to mean now? Given your record, yeah, you're right. Your and, actions have to be behind the, your words, and so, and and I guess in that sense, I think that's how you evaluate how much paper is worth. You know, that it's not the paper that you know that, that really matters. It's you know, it's like people constantly complaining about how, how the Constitution isn't honored. Well, look at the people you're dealing with. You know, you know, there are people who are not honoring a piece of paper, and so it isn't the paper that's the problem. You know, and 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 and, and it's you, you have an issue with people. And I think that, in a way, the paper is the the, the the sort of obsession with changing the pieces of paper, and it is is kind of a distraction from the problem, which is we have people who are willing to use violence against innocent people. Mm-hmm. And and I look at 
Every single law that there is is a declaration saying if you do – it's basically someone saying – they write it down on a piece of paper. They get a lot of people to, to agree they're going to back them up on this, and they say, if you do not obey this, we are going to hurt you or punish you in some way. You know, and and that's what every single law is. It's basically yeah. just a declaration. We're going to come do some violence to you if you don't do this. And so the problem is really, you know, yeah, I mean, the piece of paper is a reflection of a bad idea. It's 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 writing, putting it down on paper is you know solidifying it to some extent what you intend to do. But it's the intention that is the problem. It's the intention of, and the intention of a person to do violence against innocent people, which is the problem. Right, and, and I the, feel like that is it's a distraction if you are too obsessed with the paper. The, right, the paper is a distraction, and it's also a, a way of uh, justifying themselves as well. If if these men and women were just going around and doing violence against others, it wouldn't look quite the same as if they're sitting in nice suits and writing things down and then ordering men with guns in uniforms to go and do it. If they were just going around and doing their violence without having all this circumstance and pomp around it, uh, it, would, it sure would appear differently to people. Yeah. So the paper is a distraction. It is, and I, and I and I think that it's and and I understand uh, some that you know I don't want to declare it completely irrelevant necessarily. Uh, I mean, if you can if you if you see that people seem to behave a certain way because they've they've declared something on paper, if it does seem to make them a little more inclined to do something, then then that's one thing. But but if they've repeatedly shown that they're that that, that they don't honor their contracts and things like that, and I think that that's sort of what we see we see that all the time happening in the courts. I mean, you saw today. You know, you brought up the or not not today, but the video came up recently that you brought the New Hampshire Constitution in your case, and it was shrugged off. And you know, and and there are there are laws that are applied to to some people, but not to others. And so again, the piece of paper is not being honored. And so I don't really understand the the, the a great uh, amount of relevance of that paper when what we really what we should be focusing on is changing people's behavior and how they act to other people. And and I and I just think that uh, you know in that sense that's that, the tricky that, part, right? I mean, it, it's, it's easier to write part. words. Well, down. And the other thing too is that you, if you change people's attitudes, and again, if the paper is a reflection of their attitudes, then it's it's a reasonable conclusion that they're going to change the paper. Sure, you know, but you have to. But, but again, the focus is on the people and on their attitudes about using violence against other people. And so I think that it's reasonable to expect the paper to. In a way, you're kind of putting the cart before the horse if you're obsessed with, you, you know. Like if you if you if you're obsessed with getting laws changed or getting legal precedent and things like that, you've 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 kind of missed the point that all those things are just reflections of what people intend to do. People would say some would say that you get the government, uh, the people get the government that they deserve, and I think what you're kind of explaining is uh, a lengthier version of that. Basically, that people have certain belief systems, they have uh, in many ways accepted the ideas that uh, the governments exist, and of course, you know there are just people with, that are doing violence. There are no governments; it's just people uh, aggressing cool. against others. But because they've accepted these ideas, uh, that's what they live into. That's what they allow to to be. If they didn't accept those ideas, then uh, nobody would tolerate this crap and i think too that it something what it reminded me one of the very first callers tonight and now i'm going to try and recall the conversation but one of the very first callers tonight was talking about how it's a very slow changing things and that there's a certain things that are in human nature to do and that's just the way people are is that really the case or is it does it seem that way because we have gotten obsessed with trivial things and distractions and 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 again I, and I think in this sense that, that 
this is just an exa- one example, this sort of obsession with what people write down on paper, which is really just a reflection of what's in their hearts and minds, is, is that a distraction? I mean, are we, are we not focusing on the real problem, which is human nature? What, should we not be trying to improve human nature? And, and I mean, isn't that at the root of all, of, all these, of, 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 of all these problems with tyranny and with exploitation of people and violence? Is it not that we are disregarding human nature and we are distracted by physical things that have nothing to do with that, really? To, to discard, uh, to, or rather to look at human nature and to just kind of take it and accept it is essentially the opposite of what you're saying. You're saying we can change human nature. If there is a human nature, it's something that can be modified. It's something that if can evolve. If we actually evolve. pay attention to that instead well, of all the distractions, it can possibly. Be, human nature can be incentivized or disincentivized. I don't know that you can change human nature necessarily, but you can you can incentivize good behavior. I do this with, with uh, my son Jack all the time because two-year-olds are little sociopaths. They want what they want. They will do whatever it takes to get what they want. Granted, they don't have the control over their bodies that adults do, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, they're, they're, they're little animals, uh, you know, just shy of that. And I think that they would grow up uh, without the proper socialization into big animals. And I think mm-hmm. that at some point or another, society looked just like that, essentially, um, you know, these people that were just slightly the great apes uh, d- trading with each other and then they realized you know if i can i can do better by trading with these people than trying to bash their skulls in because then they come back and try to bash mine in and uh, you know going back and forth and that's how morality was created but i think that we can um incentivize and disincentivize good behavior you um you know so i mean you can see that murder pretty much taken care of at this point um on a societal level very little of it going on i'm not saying it doesn't exist you can just watch the news they'll they'll find a murder somewhere around you and blow it up into a big deal but um you know th- th- that's what you do you incentivize and disincentivize 1-800 cannibalism you- is taken care of just about on this continent though slavery has mostly been taken care of as well it's it's changed forms yeah. Okay. True. Obviously, chattel, chattel slavery—the actual owning of somebody with a with like a deed. You can take control of the airwaves here. Maybe you've got some comments on these issues of changing people versus changing words on paper. Uh, you can also share your thoughts about whatever you want at 800-259-9231. Dale, I don't know if you've got more you want to share, but we can get to that here in a moment. Mark, you did mention Jack, and I think you've got something else you want to talk about. Yeah, as a matter of fact, there's a, there's a book that I've been uh, reading to Jack on a regular basis. It's called An Island Called liberty and it's kind of like ayn rand and meets dr seuss it's simple story graceful rhymes and beautiful illustrations on every page make it one of will make it one of any child's favorites you can go to freemarketunderdog.com see some samples there and order today there's a 10 percent discount for listeners of uh, free talk live with coupon code ftl an island called liberty freemarketunderdog.com. All right, there's more coming up here. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and this is Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything. Just dial in via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. 
is the place to go. A lot of features there, and we give them to you. The webcam is one of them. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com. You can watch the show. And in much more of a brighter picture now, we've got some new lighting in the studio, and it really helps. I mean, when you're doing video work, uh, having a lot of light on your subject is a good thing. And before, our third host, Dale, in this case, uh, was kind of cast in shadow. Uh, they were kind of fading off into the background in our cam photo, and now uh, they're very... Dale, you're very well lit now. Yeah, now the, now all my fat shows. Thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks a lot, Ian. No, I'm, actually, it's fine. It looks fine. It's actually thanks to... Uh, to Sam and Meg from ObscuredTruth.com. They came over and brought some uh, some lighting into the studio last night, and it looks great. So And cookies. Yep. Oh, yeah. And you can go, well, there's no point in bragging about that because no one else can have those. But they can enjoy the lighting at cam.freetalklive.com. And there's also a chat room on the same page. So you can interact with other listeners as you watch and listen. And if, uh, you're, if you're watching the cam, you can watch us like eating in front of you and not sharing yeah, that's great right. with you. Cam.freetalklive.com. It's not as bad when you watch it and you can't smell the food. I, yeah. I don't think it's as bad to watch that if you're not actually in the same uh, vicinity as the food. Anyway, the cam is brought to you by MemoryDealers.com. That's right. MemoryDealers.com does bring you the cam, and they also bring you the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, XFPs, GBICs, Zenpacs, and X2s that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Syscom, Cisco, 3Com, uh, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP at up to 99% off of the list price. Memory dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. MemoryDealers.com is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs in stock, ready to ship via overnight delivery, MemoryDealers.com. All right, 800-259-9231. We continue here taking your phone calls about what you want. Scott is in Wisconsin. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Scott. Hey, how you doing there, Three Amigos? Well, hey, Scott. What's happening? Hey, not too much. Uh, just checking in. I've been kind of a busy, uh, I've been actually a hermit here lately, but uh, staying well, humble. Do you have anything I just to talk to about? Ask, I just, yeah, hanging out. I okay. just wanted to ask you guys, um, each one of you, what do you think about uh, what has happened down in Arizona uh, mm. with the immigration uh, bill that was signed? Uh, would you have a comment on that? Dale, you want to start? Uh, you know, I don't know the details of it other than I know they're cracking down harder, uh, and, and that's enough for me to not, to not be uh, happy about it. One definitely. of the details is that they are going to be able to, de- pretty much as I understand it, demand identification uh, from anybody based if they have a so-called reasonable suspicion. So if they don't like the way you look, then they can come up to you and demand your papers. That's one of the things that it does. That's pretty bad. There's yeah, that's cut, that. that's cutting that's, off your nose to spite poli- your face. That's more police state right there. Mark, your thoughts on the Arizona thing? That's it. Cutting off your nose to spite your face. I mean, that's if you look if you listen to the phrase, it means I'm going to get my face back, so I'm going to cut my nose off. It, you're harming yourself in order to get uh, you know, somebody that that you know, you have more in common with than than uh, you have differences. It does actually it, it, it makes sense now that I recall some protests that had to do with uh, do I do I look illegal? I think was they wanted people to carry signs saying "Do I look illegal," which is basically basically talking about this racist aspect of the new Arizona law. Yeah, laws. and there is definitely going to be that aspect to it. I think personally, it's sad. It's a sad statement of how Americans have been led to believe that immigrants are somehow dangerous. That they are more dangerous than the average uh, average American who has not immigrated. 
uh, which is nonsense, as the article from the American conservative Hispanic points out by Ron Unz. Uh, so it's just nonsense. And I think it's just it's scary to watch uh, people cheering this on. Uh, wasn't it in uh, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, where they had the, that line about, uh, I, I don't remember, I'm paraphrasing it, but essentially that uh, they watched Liberty die to thunderous applause or something. I'm, I'm butchering yeah. the line. Uh, but essentially that's what's going on in Arizona is people are getting very excited about the rise of the police state. They're very excited about being issued some government papers and uh, – you know, being able to pull them out and prove that they're a real citizen, uh, whereas those darn Mexicans won't be able to do that and throw them out of this darn country, put up a big old wall. And I mean, what's coming next? What? I- where are they going to go from here is uh, is my question. So there's your answer, uh, Scott. Scott. What about you? How do you feel? Well, you know, um, I kind of agree with you guys on that uh, respect, but needless to know, I guess Virginia, um, from what I heard earlier today, they already... Uh, passed this law. Um, I've, heard, I've heard that they entered one that was similar, but I didn't hear they passed it. Well, but anyways, but I I guess what I'm saying is, you know, you always hear um, illegal immigrants. How about the people on the other side that are doing it the legal way, waiting for the people to come into the country? You, you never hear anything about that. Well, what do you mean by that when, when you say you never hear anything about it? Well, what I'm saying is, is when my wife, uh, my soulmate, I uh, went to do, did all the paperwork myself. I didn't hire an attorney, um, but uh, it took two years for her to come over from the other side of the water uh, to get here to the legal way. And that's what I'm referring to that is, is there's so many people, you hear horror stories that saying that I have to wait six, seven years to come into country oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the legal way, but you, how come you don't hear oh, I don't ever heard it on the news of them That's saying, a great all question. those people that are coming over here the legal way, you know, they're they're bad for the country. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I just want to comment on. Well, I, I understand where you're coming from, and I thank you for the call at 800-259-9231. I would speculate that the reason why you don't tend to hear about that is because it's so commonplace. Because yeah. how many people are sitting out there waiting to come to the United States now that could, you know, that, that are separated from their loved ones that could be over here living productive lives and helping us all out? Because that's what happens when you work in the marketplace and you, uh, you, you help other people, and that's why you get money. But what he's describing uh, happens to everybody. All of the people that are coming here so-called legally have to jump through an, a, a, an amazing amount of hoops. And, of they, course, then once they've done all that, they get angry at someone else who yes. skips that process. It, right. It's, uh, it's a cycle of abuse. And Stockholm it's, Syndrome. It's Stockholm Syndrome, and it's, it's sad. It's like in high uh, school when everybody, the ninth, you know, everyone picks on the, the, the freshmen. freshmen. Exactly right. They were picked on, so they're going to pick on people too. And right, even though going. even though if they would just stop picking on people, then we could end the cycle of violence it's and like be done the, with it. It's like the evil, the evil counterpoint to pay it forward. You know, you do sure? something nice for someone, and they say, "Oh, what can I do for you in return?" You know what? Pay it forward. Mm-hmm. Do something nice for someone else, and this is the reverse of that. So, uh, so yeah, it happens all the time. People are just made to wait, as Scott pointed out. They're made to pay thousands. 
upon thousands of dollars. Right now, Scott did it all on his own. But imagine for a second that you're, you know, the you're the, the person that uh, you know your loved one that's over here that's helping you out doesn't have the command of English that uh, that Scott does mm. and isn't able to do it because it's not easy. Uh, you know, Hire a lawyer, at, spend two hundred fifty bucks an hour. Looking at government paperwork is hard when you don't speak English. Yeah, I, well, I can tell you, I just got some government paperwork today that I can barely make heads or tails. You got to read it three times through if you speak the language. Imagine yeah. if you don't. You know, if it isn't your primary language. But the reason why, to answer his question, this isn't covered is because, well, you go to a news editor and you say, hey, I had to wait 10 years and pay thousands of dollars and jump through all these hoops to get in here. Go to a news editor and he'll say, so I can find 10,000 people that are like you. It's not from the, from their perspective. It's, it's not newsworthy. From our perspective, it's horrifying and it's it's commonplace. And we'll talk about that stuff. Uh, but in general, you're not going to hear about it because it's just, well, that's how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to take forever to come to a, to a so-called free country. It's ludicrous. Speak English or die. It's free talk live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in and bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free. And so you can enjoy those on us, including our Shrine of Female listeners with the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing they are indeed listeners of the program. You can do that over at shrine.freetalklive.com. You can uh, become a Shriner if you are a lady listener. Shrine.freetalklive.com. Now, government school is necessary to prepare young people for citizenship. After all, where else could a curious and creative individual learn how to be a meaningless part of a large and uniform group of dependent followers who are constantly being watched, managed, and told what to do? School Sucks Podcast is a show about the end of government-controlled education. Please visit the new site at schoolsucksproject.com to make a profile, join the forums, and help these ideas spread. That's schoolsucksproject.com. As we continue taking your phone calls here, uh, Dale, you're watching something during the break, though. Just I'd like to insert, I was entertained by it, and I didn't get to see the whole thing. What What is that you're watching? It's on, it's a cartoonist named Mark Fior, and it's on his website. Let me see if... Uh... Okay. I thought it, I thought you were looking at the San Francisco Gate. It was also there. It's probably there. embedded there. Um, I think he has his own. I think the cartoonist has his own website. You can All right, probably we'll see if we can dig the, that up. Well, if yeah. you, uh, I've if, got it up now. It is f, f sfgate.com. That's the San Francisco Gate, and uh, it's called Police State Pete. You right. could probably do a local search on the SF Gate and uh, get get to. Find it with Police State Pete. You could probably go to just startpage.com and search Police State Pete and find yeah. it that way too. It's or a very State Pete cartoon. It's an entertaining little flash animation. And Mark Fior, F I O R E, will help you find it too. I'm yeah, sure. and and the point is, is that uh, what he's saying is, is that you know some people talking about this Arizona law where uh, you know if the the cop has reasonable suspicion that you might be an illegal alien because you look like one, well. It, that may not affect you if you're, you know, say of the white ethnicity, but what if you're an illegal Canadian mm. alien? I mean, they, they exist, right? Well, Police State Pete needs to lock those people up, too. So that means that everybody has to show their papers. That's right. It'll it'll start likely with uh, people who are brown and will expand out from people who are uh, brown to people who are poor to people who are middle class. Isn't it lovely how... 
I mean, and this is this is. Und- I mean, I know people hate it when you comp- when you bring up the Nazis and they think you know. But isn't it isn't it funny how it's always some bad? It's always for the purpose of getting some bad people. It's going to be for your own protection, right? That we have to inv- we have to invade your privacy so that we can catch these bad people. But that's and what then the Nazis all of a sudden did. everybody's bad. Like you, you know, anyone. Uh, yeah, it's exactly what happened. That's Everyone's what the Nazis did. I mean, they asked people against each other and promised to protect people from this from the evil boogeyman, and now you get to invade their privacy in this horrible, horrible way. They asked everybody for their papers because they were looking for the bad people that they had convinced everyone that had ruined everything. The Jews, or uh, you know, there was a whole variety of other people that got, they locked up too. But so it's a national. It's just you're right. It's the same pattern. It's the national enemy where they create this boogeyman and they uh, they essentially create them for for scapegoating purposes. They look to the they. Put Point to the boogeyman, and they say it's the boogeyman that's causing all these this, but this crime. But then they have a tool to use against anyone they don't like. If you're doing something they don't like, then they can, you know, at that point they can find some law you're breaking. Mm-hmm. And here's a nice, easy one: you don't have your papers on you. Yep. You know, or if you do have your papers on you, we can track you. We can find out. You know, we can go and look up some obscure law. There's millions of them, after all. There's millions of words of laws that no person could possibly read in their lifetime, much mm-hmm. me- much less memorize. You know, they, they don't like you. Maybe you're free speech. You're, maybe you're expressing some free speech they don't like. I, I, you know, I'm not sure where I'm getting this, <laughs> just because it happens to us all the time. But they don't like your free speech. But, no, well, free speech is protected, right? So they find something else they don't like about you. Right. You're disorderly when you're speaking, and that's, that's not acceptable. But, you see, you can't use that disorderly conduct uh, arrest Every single day when dealing with every single person. But, you know, if they're not carrying their papers, that's that's an easy one. You can just use that all the time. Well, and that's just it. I mean, when, uh, you know, the the, the drug war ramped up during a bunch of war protests. Why? Because a lot of the war protesters were also using marijuana or some other drugs. So get them for drugs. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the problem was they were protesting your policies. And so you, and you, didn't you find like a common element and go after that. And you can do that with discretion, right? Oh, here's a guy who's not protesting my policies. Oh, we'll just overlook that one. But, you know. So right, it's like very convenient to, to make all these new laws that people have to abide by. And now you can get – it just makes it that much easier to get anyone you don't like for some arbitrary reason. Be careful of what you wish for, America. You might just get it. Let's talk to Roy. He's listening in New York. Roy, you're on Free Talk Live. The Dale and Mark. Hey there, guys. Hey, Roy. What's on your mind? Well, uh, all this immigration talk, I figured I'd bring up something that's kind of tangentially related, and uh, that was crossing borders, which I do kind of often because I live near the uh, the Canadian border, so it's mm-hmm. no big deal to hop over to Canada and stuff. But, uh, man, I do not like those border guards. They're just, they're nosy, they're pains in the ass. Yep. They're, you know, it's like, Which ones? The Both Canada and U.S.? Uh, generally, the Canadians are a little bit... Uh, better than mm-hmm. the American ones, but from talking to Canadian friends, I think the Canadians are a lot harder on their own people. Um, I, I know that I know specifically some people who had trouble with the Canadian border guard. Uh, if I if I recall correctly, they actually, um, you know, they took they took a whole bunch of their literature that that was considered banned right. for the guys from the motorhome diaries. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I, that I, was the I Canadian border guard, and it was with, appalling. I had. Uh, some girl, I think she had like a bag of weed in her bra or something. They found that crossing the Canadian border, but you know they kind of Jeez. they basically took the weed and and made it like it never happened. So yeah, they took it and smoked it. 
<laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. If it never happened, then then uh, never got written up. Yeah. Well, I can tell you that I had a heck of a lot of trouble crossing into that Canadian border. They they you know they profiled me as a guy who uh, had had a beard and kind of long hair and driving around in a in a van, and uh, they decided they would hassle me and ask me a bunch of questions, and uh, they arrested me and tossed me in jail for having a, a felony conviction in the past, and. That's what they do. Now, Now, if I go to Canada, I'm facing a couple of years in prison. Hmm. It's nice. Yeah, well, yeah, it's always a gamble, I guess, you know. Just wanted uh, to spend some just, money with them. You asked me, it's just, I think the Canadians are a little bit easier going. and then, But they're tough on their own people because mm-hmm. a lot of the Canadians come here and shop. First of all, they got a real strong dollar now, and also because our sales taxes are way lower. And so, you know, you go to the malls, and the malls are littered with uh, price tags and stuff that they that – Canadians are thrown in the parking lot because, you know, if they get caught bringing new clothes or whatever over the border, then they get hit with all this uh, stuff about trying to dodge the sales taxes and whatnot. (laughs) Thanks for sharing that, Roy. Anything else on your mind tonight? Well, yeah, that was um, actually, that was my lead into the the kind of games I like to play with these border guards. I try to, Mm -hmm. I know, you you know, you guys talk about, uh, you know, standing up for your rights and all that kind of thing. So I figure, how could I be non-confrontational and give these guys the least amount of information possible? And I kind of come across, any of you have one of them friends that's like maybe sort of geeky that talks about really boring stuff, and mm-hmm. once they get started, they just go on and on and on, and, you know, it's kind of like, oh, how do I get off of the phone with this guy or something? You so know you what become I mean? that guy? Yeah, yeah. So they'll say, do you have anything to declare? <laughs> and I'll say something like, well, yeah, I went to the grocery store and bought five cases of uh, Coca-Cola and other soft drinks, you know, because in Canada they use real sugar. They don't use that corn syrup crap that we have in the U.S. You know why that happens? And I go, just start and I going just on a on ramble. That ramble is about awesome. How there's price, price floors in America on sugar and subsidies to corn farmers, and it's bad for your health. <laughs> uh, 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 and, <laughs> and I've had a lot of border guards that are just like, okay, okay, Get so, <laughs> you know, and it's just, especially if you give a couple responses like that to their questions. <laughs> yeah. And they just, they don't want to hear it. They're like, get the hell out of here kind of thing, you know. So. That's an interesting approach. Normally, <laughs> I like it. Normally I like the idea of asking questions, but uh, if you can just bore them to death, then... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's definitely non-confrontational, which is something you don't want, and it's non-threatening. It doesn't threaten Right, you just authority. sound like a, a rambling lunatic to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just more like, just get out of my hair. So anyway, that's an idea of an approach that some people can try. Every time I go through, I just try to think of different ways to... You know what you, know, you said about stuff, the Canadians so. cracking down on people trying to avoid the sales tax? That happens inside the United States. I've heard of like horror stories that you wouldn't believe of California cracking down on people for going to another state and buying a lot of stuff and coming and back like into that. the state. Yep, at the checkpoints. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you, Roy. Great suggestion. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything even in these remaining moments. This is Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. 
can bring up anything, even in these remaining moments, there is enough time for your call if you make it now to 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free. And if you want to help support the show, you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, and use it to advertise, market, and promote Free Talk Live. To get Free Talk Live on more radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. In fact, we've got at least a couple new affiliates to be announcing here within the next couple weeks, at the very least, if not more than that, thanks to our Free Talk Live amplifiers. So please uh, head on over. For 3 bucks a month, you get access to perks, too. You get the Amp-only call-in lines, uh, Amp-only forum, Amp-only podcast, which is uh, absent the normal commercial load you'd get in our regular podcast. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com to get all the details and get signed up with any major credit card, as well as PayPal and some alternative options amp.freetalklive.com so we were talking about police state pete and there's a lot of uh there's a lot of discussion out there in in the world of talk radio and and just in general right now about this arizona situation people are going to protest uh there's a a boycott of or which i think is really silly the idea of boycotting any business that happens to be based in arizona as though businessmen are somehow responsible uh, or all or all businessmen in Arizona are somehow responsible for this, and that the idea being that, well, we should put some pressure on these businessmen so they'll put pressure on the state and change this. What? Businessmen? Stepping out of line? Businessmen taking their head out of the sand and actually stepping up and, uh, and, and standing up for what they believe in? Pretty unlikely. I mean, these people don't want to put their businesses in jeopardy. I mean, they'll take your little boycott, but having the state pull their license? Boy, they're not going to take that kind of risk. So it doesn't seem to me like a boycott of Arizona businesses is going to do anything uh, to end the new uh, immigration restrictions down there that we've been talking about, where they're going to just be able to to essentially stop anybody any old I time they, they want to. I guess they could lobby and stuff like that. But why would a business... If it's hurting their business. I mean, they're not going to just say, just defy the law, I'm sure. No, certainly not. License. But, but I mean, I guess when they say put pressure on the state, if they're if it's hurting their businesses, I guess the idea is hopefully they would pressure the pressure the state the state to change the law or something so uh but but i think that i don't really think that the businesses are going to uh, to get too active on this because getting too active means that uh, you're going to stick out i mean if you are hearing from some of your customers hey i'm not going to buy from you anymore because of this you better do something about it and you start making waves to some extent you start uh, being seen being active on a controversial issue like this well then your other customers who maybe are in favor of the uh, the legislation might pull out from uh, from you as well <laughs> it's just it doesn't seem to be uh, in the in the best interest in, in of general, business boycotts. to take sides on politics right and i think in general boycotts tend to not be very effective on a on a large scale you know if you're talking about a boycott of a of like a chain or a big big company or something in fact there's a stossel episode of john stossel's new program stossel where he interviews the guy from whole foods who is a self-described libertarian uh the the owner the ceo rather of uh, of whole foods they're interviewing him and he was talking about how when he came out against whatever it was there was some sort of global, was U- global? universal health care universal health care he came out against that and in favor of a, a free market health care a lot of his customers or a number of his customers got all up in arms about it and they started this boycott of whole foods like you're stabbing us in the back and uh, we're not going to buy from you anymore and so there was all this news reporting about 
uh, because plenty of reporters are on the side of the boycotters. And I so, can tell you I worked and, at a, a magazine where almost all the reporters would at least go once a week to Whole Foods for lunch. Let, let me try and predict what well, – I didn't see that, but let me try to predict what happened. A whole bunch of other people heard about it, really liked his stance, and mm-hmm. ended up replacing the customers that he lost. In, in fact, I think he said that not only did they replace the customers, but business was up. Yeah, I believe that. So lots of free promotion. Exactly. The free promotion got the word out, and so the boycott had the opposite of its intended effect. I mean, look how bad the uh, the Christian boycotts of Disney have have uh, hurt Disney. Right, because of the <laughs> because of gay Not. day or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I don't think boycotting is going to change uh, the law down there. Certainly they're trying lawsuits. Maybe that it, will do something. It can be really distasteful, though, to buy at a store that uh, where they've taken a stand that you disagree with, though. I mean, I... Oh, I agree with that. Yeah, that, that's no, no, tough. No, 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 no. You don't understand what the boycott is. Maybe I didn't make it clear earlier. The boycott, Mark, is boycotting all businesses in Arizona. Yeah. So... The businesses in Arizona, all of them, are not taking the no, stand that silly. we support this. I, I guess I was talking about boycotts in general. I wasn't talking I about see. this specific boycott, which is mm, the stupidest boycott yes. I've ever heard. This is even more ludicrous than the average and, and boycott. And they are intended usually to hurt the business. So, I mean, certainly I understand You know, I understand boycotting in the sense of I'm just not going to go there because I find it distasteful to go there because of what mm-hmm. they're doing. But if you make a big hubbub about it, and, uh, and it's fairly likely, like Ian said, that you're going to end up giving them a lot of free advertising and that there's just as many people who uh, who feel opposite of your particular pet issue who are end up who are going to end up countering the boycott. Exactly. So, so. I don't know. Boycott's probably not going to be too effective at turning this around. Uh, it's unlikely there's going to be a significant amount of civil disobedience down there, so that's not going to you know that's not likely going to change it. Uh, as well as it's just it doesn't seem like maybe maybe the lawsuit could put a stop to it. I don't know. I don't know what the level of success with that that would be, but I think maybe that has a better chance because it's kind of you know playing their game to some extent, whereas the boycott doesn't change what the state is going to do. Uh, but I think making fun of the government is a, a really important way to go about it. I think that if you can get people to laugh at the absurdities of the government when it wants you to take it very seriously, government people want you to take them seriously. Of course they and, do. They're threatening and, people. Right, right, right. And, and then they are, and they are scary. So I understand the fear. But I think that uh, with with good comedy and uh, and making fun of the government, I think that can go a long way. And so actually, I pulled up the police state Pete here. And you were right, Mark, if you do search at startpage.com for Police State Pete, it is the first result. And it's the page from the uh, the SF Gate. And it's just a short little cartoon, and the audio track's pretty great. So uh, you can envision the, uh, the, 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 the visuals, but it's worth a look if you can pull it up yourself when you get a chance. I just wanted to play it because I thought it was cool. Down in Arizona, among the cactus and the sage, works a fella keeps us safe from illegal aliens or immigrants or whatever you call them lawbreakers. That fella's name is Police State Pete. Why, there's Pete now, arresting with reasonable suspicion. No papers? You're going to jail, amigo. <laughs> Hold on a second. Now, is it just me, or does... Now, you guys, have, you can see him. Does Police State Pete look like Joe Arpaio? Just a little bit? You know, the chubby... Uh, I mean, I guess he looks like a lot of cops, but he seems to be uh, a little Joe Arpaio. You know, I, I think it's interesting that they're using the uh, the guy with the cowboy voice as, as the narrator, and he's he's the smart one in this one. And Police State Pete doesn't have the the sort of countrified accent, even though he's the villain. Do you get it? So yeah. it turns out that one's part of a family been in these here parts since way back in the days Arizona was Mexico. 
There's old police state Pete at it again. And that fella sure looks illegal. Papers! Where are your papers? Turns out that swarthy dude is just an Italian-American visiting from Queens. But you could have fooled me. Never been to Queens. No, old Pete, he's no dummy. He knows there's probably some Canadians hiding among them. He's on to one now. Papers, Canuck! I got a reasonable suspicion of you! Well, I guess that wasn't an illegal Canadian after all. Apparently, there's a lot of people down here look awful Canadian. Now, Police State Pete, he's got another one collared. Could be illegal Canuck, or even European illegal. Quit your struggling, woman! Where's your papers? Looks like Pete went and arrested himself the governor of Arizona, Brewer whose name used to be Drink Wine. Sounds mighty French illegal to me. Poor old police state Pete's got his work cut out for him with all these illegal-looking people. Because out here, even the plants don't stay put. Yeah, it's a little unrealistic toward the end. I don't think police state Pete would arrest the governor because uh, he'd probably know who she was. But on the other hand, it was pretty brilliant. Are you telling me there was an animated cartoon that was unrealistic? <laughs> I think it's great. I think yeah, it's, it's very uh, cute. You know, a, a cute little cartoon. and uh, It makes its point. The yep. point is real clear that anybody that thinks that these new laws, even if you believe they're right, and I certainly don't, uh, these new rules down in Arizona, anybody that thinks they're just going to be enforced against brown folk are, I think, going to find themselves uh, a little surprised. And as I asked before, what's the next step? I mean, now we're talking about stopping people, as uh, Pete pointed out there, because reasonable suspicion. Suspicion. Uh, suspicion, right? You're going to stop people because <laughs> of reasonable suspicion. Uh, and then what's next? Because that means you can pretty much just stop any old person that you want to because, well, they look suspicious. They look mighty Canadian. Yeah. Uh, and so they're going to start stopping as many people or stop, they're going to begin stopping as many people as they possibly can. Uh, but then what? Well, what happens then? What happens if you don't have your papers? That's not going to be good. I mean, it's bad enough to get stopped and uh, you know be asked to, to rummage through your wallet so that you can uh, you know so they can ask you some more questions about what's going on with you and where you going and what do you got in your pockets? Do you have anything? If I were to search you, that uh, you know you, you might be arrested for or whatever. It's bad enough, but if you'd happen to have gone out without your your wallet like I did two days ago, then you're really in trouble. We'll see you tomorrow night online. In the meantime, at freetalklive.com. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com.